This episode is brought to you by Chocolate's Call-Out Challenge. Today's victim, Free Radical. I've had it with you and your questions. Tonight, I will call you out and destroy everything that you are about. But now, let's get to the show. Because it's episode 53, one year and counting. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 53 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. Oh, 53, we've made it a year-ish or something. We've had some decimal points in some of our titles. We've uh, had all that good stuff. But joining me today are my hosts, co-hosts, good lord, Chocolate. How you doing, guys? Moose. Good to be here, guys. And in our rotating fourth chair, community member, Chaotic. How's it going, guys? Not bad, Chaotic. How you been? Nah, not too bad, folks. And if I butchered the intro there, it's because I just came off of listening to that call-out, and it really just, for whatever reason, threw everything off. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with the technical difficulties. Nothing at all. Hey, so our very first episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming dropped on approximately May 30-ish something kind of according to moose so we're gonna we, we took it and ran with it I, he could have been lying and gave us a wrong year or date anyways and this this could not be true but hopefully he was telling the truth and we can talk about some games but before we get into all that we do have a couple things to give away quick here and chocolate if you want to take that away i'm gonna give away my soul first no Perfect. Long gone. Who are you getting? <laughs> the first code we are giving away. Bear in mind, we're live on Mixer, so some of these codes may have disappeared. If you're hearing this in the audio format, is H C J M two M T six P C D M J J H G P T nine seven nine three C nine Z. My God, that was a long one. I was just gonna say that felt like that was about sixty characters long. So hopefully, if anybody in live chat or now got that, they can uh, let us know. You haven't put two together, there, have you, Chocolate? No, I'm no, sure I haven't. You just accidentally gave somebody all of our codes for the episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we are empty. And we done. <laughs> oh good stuff um are you doing a second code how are we doing the discord one we are if you're in our discord you are gonna get one now give me two seconds i'm dropping it keep on okay, going with so the show i'm gonna mute myself yep so chocolate's gonna drop that in discord so if you're over there which really we're just kind of sending everybody that's in live chat over to discord to redeem another code so we might have <laughs> might have thought about this once or twice uh clearly not um okay well another week in gaming what have we all been playing uh let's start with guests first 
It looks like you're playing a lot of Tom Clancy, Chaotic. You want to talk uh, about Wildlands or Division? Um, I'll start off with Wildlands, shake it up a little bit instead of the normal. All right. Um, <clears throat> jumping, obviously, with the new one being announced, thought never actually completed Wildlands being the massive game that it is. So I thought I'd jump back in and do some uh, Wildlands with one of the one of the quieter members of the community. Um, uh, going jump, jumping back into that game, it's actually it blows me away how amazing they've managed to get that game looking between the different landscapes. One minute you can do the predator section where you're in the forest, the next minute you're in the desert, then in the snow. There's massive big salt pans that you can go sprawling across, being chased by various different enemies. It's, honestly, it was completely underrated for a game, I think. It's, I ever since they announced the second one, that's something I need to get back into it. I I feel like I'm like four missions short. I mean, we've uh, we we've tried to be pretty pretty meticulous with it, so I think we've done like every one of the little because as much as you don't have to complete everybody to get to the main bad guy, I think we've got maybe two left, and then we're going to go through with the three DLC that have introduced. There's like. The mission where you work is with Sam Fisher, so it's one of the obviously the Splinter Cell missions, um, and then there's another one that's I think I know there was one that they did do that was from Cavera that was from the Rainbow Six Siege games. Oh, okay. So you worked with a couple of operators for the Rainbow Six Siege games, and then they've got another additional mission uh, separate for the main storyline, which is another Rainbow Six. Uh, sorry, another ta- Tom Clancy game. And then you've obviously got the predator side quests and things like that as well. And then, do you have the brand new stuff that's tying into the new game, the one with John Barenthal? Is that I didn't think that was part of this game. I just thought that was them showing you he was going to be in the next one. I didn't. I wasn't aware if that was anything to do with the current game. Yeah, Operation Oracle. So it's a. Oh, is that Oracle? That must be what the other secret mission is then. Yeah, that's Oracle, and it's cool because apparently you're working with him in this first one, and then if you saw a trailer for the second one you're fighting against him yeah so with the drones th- and things like that yeah with all the drones and stuff so i think this will put down at least some sort of a foundation and maybe have john bernthal's character have a little more impact on the story because you've like you've worked alongside him and now you can figure out why he turned to the dark side i guess yeah I'm uh I think I've got two territories closed out in that game, so sounds like I got a couple backpacks to help me out. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Definitely. It's, it's <laughs> I need to carry. Honestly, like, for the for the sheer size of the for the sheer size of the map that they've put in place for that game. I mean, there's some of the missions we are doing. If you're not doing them in any discernible order and just going across the map, picking places, some of the some of the actual distances between where you are and the current mission. We were we were in planes flying 18, 19 kilometers on the scale of the map. It's the amount of effort they put in to try and make Bolivia look as good as they have on that game is just fantastic. So, fairly excited to see how they do it with the more what looks like it's going to be a more jungle type setting in the next one yeah the next one it looks pretty diverse i would say seems like you have lots of different biomes like there's there's a volcano at one point but then there's also sandy beaches and like mountaintops that are covered in snow yeah because so. it's, it's a made-up island on this one isn't it they've not right. taken a they've not taken a real place so yeah so i mean that gives you so much creative freedom and just yeah 
the ability to make everything so diverse. So good stuff. I definitely I told I told somebody I think it might have been Moose or just in our chat that I was gonna finish up Wildlands this week, and then it didn't happen. So how'd that uh, go? I'll, yeah, I was gonna I'll say, say <laughs> I'll say that again. <laughs> I'm gonna finish up Wildlands this week. In fairness, Wildlands like if you just if you just mainline the story, it's not the biggest of games, but. I think with games like Wildlands, when you have things like you've got the commendation medals you can collect, the the gun cases you can unlock, the the missions for the rebels that you work with, the actual size of the game to try and complete it like that is absolutely huge. It, I'm not saying the quality is there, but it reminds me very much of The Witcher, because they've got that many different types of side quests that to actually get through all of them is a massive slog. Yeah, the quality of side quests may not be anywhere no, <laughs> near it, no. though. I don't think any qual- any game will have the quality of side quests The Witcher. That's true. I forgot we have o- The Witcher 3's biggest fan here. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, did you hear him say that, Chaotic? Sorry, what was that, Miss? Assassin's Creed Odyssey's got some pretty good side quests. No, he said Odyssey might be close. No, no, that's no, not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just not. Absolutely not. As much as Fair I would probably all say is my game of the year last year, it's not close to the Witcher. Guess I got to keep playing. That's fair. Not much is though. Um, chocolate. Yes. Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. That's in Game Pass, right? It's in Game Pass. Yeah, it's. And um, you've been playing it. I've been I've been playing the Tomb Raider. I. Ju- the game looks really good. It feels very cutscene-y at times. So it was, I think, the first 30, 45 minutes of it was kind of cutscene heavy. Um, felt a little bit like, um, I think Rise is the only one that I can think of. You know, where you would go into a cutscene, then a quick time event. And those right kind around of the quick corner time... into another cutscene. Oh. oh, yeah. It, it, it was a. It looked good, and you know that you're getting kind of drawn into the story. But the quick time button events—it seems like you've got half a second to nail that button. If you don't get it right, that's it. And I was finding it so frustrating that I couldn't get, you know, first time on the nose. I just kept missing it. The thing I noticed with the chocolate—I take it you're playing the, the, obviously the trilogy of the same game past just now. Yeah, the yeah, definitive edition. The, the thing I noticed is like most of the time when it was like an action sequence it was it was why so it wasn't like they were waiting to the last second and then telling you what to go for no th- that's the only good thing about it so after yeah. I think I died the first few times um, I would then start spamming the Y button I think yeah. it's only Y and X uh, yeah it's like if you're grabbing onto a ledge that's when it's X yeah um, yeah it, 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 it was just really hard to yeah that you you couldn't get that that initial straight away kind of like in Rise where you had two seconds to go right okay that's yeah. the button perfect um, so are you playing through the one that's the to do with the sun goddess Unicorn Unicorn unicor, yeah, yeah Unicorn or Unicorn yeah um, and I've already got like heavy vibes and suspicions that you're I can't think of who the guy is but he's um, he's the main lead in the archaeologist kind of taking the party out I've got this sneaky suspicion that he's 
a bad guy or he's done something. Wait, which one? Is it the one who... Guy Lara... with the glasses. So not the one that Lara seems really close to? No, no, the other, the, the other guy where she was like, no, the, you know, the the island is not to the west, it's to the east or yeah. vice versa. Yeah. It just feels like there's something so not what... quite right with him at the moment. How, how far are you into the game, would you say, roughly? About an hour, hour and a half, I oh, think. Oh, okay, right. I'm considerably um, further ahead then. I won't say anything. Yeah, so I think I've got past... We f- we found out that we we're, were on the correct island. A mm-hmm. um, couple of people. Spoiler alert. Loads Did of people get, get murdered. the plane crash area yet? Well, yeah, I was going to say there's uh, two... Yeah. There's the first plane. I've I've done the first plane where you have to climb on the plane, which looked no. like an old World War Two fighter. No, no has, has a plane has a plane tried to rescue you yet? No. Okay, I won't say anymore. Yep. No. In fairness, the game's like what three? No, five, six year old now, five year old. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a fairly old game. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. I I like, I like how you can customize and upgrade. Yeah, I, her I, skill tree. That's quite nice. I was pleasantly surprised when I jumped back in. I've not played a Tomb Raider game since the sort of early PlayStation ones. In fact, no, I think Angel of Darkness was the last PlayStation, uh, the last Tomb Raider game I played. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised at how much it's changed and how good it is with the customization of. You've got like various different skills that you can put points into. Yeah, um, it, it it's a bit frustrating how how slow it feels to try and get your XP, but. You know, you can kill the animals in and around, which gives you a boost in your XP. Um, there's lots of little kind of collectibles dotted around each, I don't want to say level, each section as you go past, which gives you another boost. Um, trying to find some of them, though, is is frustrating as hell. Trying to find those, they're like a skull, and it's got bones coming round it, so it's like, like a, I can only say like a, a skull son. You know what the issue is, though, is see how you're saying it's difficult to try and find things like that. As you as you upgrade your skill tree through the survivor, I think it's one of the survivor ones. You actually get a skill that makes the you know how like some of them shine a little bit when you walk close to them, so you know it's there. Yeah, it makes them more obvious, but it's like near the end of the skill tree. Oh, that's... So it's like that's a bit that's a bit back to front. Surely, God, you put that near the start. So yeah, people well, would find it. What's the um? You've got that. Uh, is it LB, which gives you that kind of that special ability like to evil vision from Assassin's Creed? Almost. Yeah, it just makes everything that's kind of collectible. Detective or, mode. Detective no mode. Moves, that's just because I say that was a feature from Assassin's Creed game does not make it better than Witcher. <laughs> no, I was talking End about off. Batman. There. But yeah, detective <laughs> mode is spot on. It, yeah, it gives you that detective mode esque. Um, and it does get it, it is hard to try and find some of them but I mean so far I'm pleasantly surprised I'm happy it's got a good engaging story in the first like I said hour and a half so hopefully there's some twists and turns um, so yeah we'll wait and see we'll wait and see and I, I mean honestly I think those games got better and better too so by the time the third one came around, that's probably my favorite game. And it's like they just they keep adding things every game as well. So different mechanics and skills, all that kind of stuff. So they never feel like if you're going from one to the other, you're not going to... I mean, you might get burned out on it because it's the same IP, I guess. But 
Uh, they're definitely adding new stuff. I would definitely stick with it. How long are they per game? Um, I'm trying to think how much time I've put into this one. Um, I'm sure it's not that long. Like 25 hours each no. or so. In fairness, I think this one they could have wrapped up a bit quicker because the storyline isn't really going very many places. So I think the story seems very strict. Like I said, I've already got an inkling that one of your air quote f- friends or on the party is a bad guy. So I've got a funny feeling there's not much. It in can't arc. In fairness, too Joker, much. I think you've missed out one of the characters. Oh. You're focusing on one character where you should be focusing on another character because they've got a bit more of our input in the storyline. But I'll, okay. them, I'll leave it at that. Just pay attention to them all equally, Chocolate. Apart from the ones who get murdered. Well, I, I also played this on Tuesday, so I, it's been a... <laughs> I have forgotten what's happened. <laughs> it says if you mainline it, it's only 11 and a half hours long. That that feels right. I'm just jumping on the Xbox app just to see where like time I've put in. It says Completionist say? is a 20 and a half hour game. Well, I've put oh, in... Yeah, well, apparently I've only played three hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so I can't be that uh, that far away. That makes sense. Um, what I would say about the the game is the the cuts. Well, not they're not so much cut scenes because they're still in game, but see the death scenes that they have in them. Oh, they're so bad. Yeah, oh my brutal. god, some of them are so brutal. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like Mortal Kombat almost. Exactly, you're sitting watching them and you're like, oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, they it's, don't pull any punches because she's a girl, that's for sure. Yeah. I was like, that's the weirdest part of it, is just that she's just doing something random and then falls down and like a spike goes through her face. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> some, of the, some of the ones I've seen is like, you know how like there's, it's not a quick time event, but you, when you're in like either snow or water where you have to like flick the right stick or the left stick so that you move out the way objects. Oh, yeah, yeah. See when you hit like a spike barrier on them, it's like, ooh, oh, yeah. Lara's not walking away from that one. <laughs> not even. Close. That's 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 a dull one. Oh uh, man! All right. Um, speaking of female protagonists, let's go to Moose. He's been playing some Horizon Zero Dawn. Before we talk about that, I've got a, another announcement to make. Um, <gasps> what? We're we're still gonna leave J Dub one two one four eight three alive. We're not gonna kill him. But oh I've officially made a name change. We're Moose, Moose and Stein eight three one four on all platforms now. Woo! You did it! I did you it. Changed your PlayStation name. Look at me. And then I uh, I loaded up Horizon Zero Dawn and holy cow, what a game! I uh, and, uh, go ahead. How far into that are you? Oh, spoiler man. free. Let's see. I'm about. I want to say about four hours into it. Okay. So. so Something big has happened, and now I'm on another quest across the land, basically. Yeah, that first big scene where yeah everything goes down, I feel like that's not too far off from the beginning of the game, and then you're just kind of on your way. Right, but I, I just wanted to ask you, you know, I every time I play one of these big, epic PlayStation, you know, uh, exclusives, I, I feel like maybe Xbox could learn something from, maybe, from them a little bit, because they're just... They're such great games going from... Their you know, quality, yeah. Yeah, Spider-Man, God of War, this game that was what was either in contention for or one game of the year in 2015 or 2016. It was up there for me, that's right. for sure. So, I, 
and I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, with them buying all these new companies that they will start producing some of these titles like this because this is an epic game. And so far, you know, I'm only four hours into it, but I'm loving every minute of it. And actually, my wife is actually into it because she came in about an hour and a half into it and then she went on YouTube and started just watching all the cutscenes to catch up. Just the story stuff? Yeah. That's funny. And so it's, and she's like, all the cutscenes alone is just six hours in this game. I was, she's like, how long yeah. is this game? I was like, ah, it's probably like 50 or 60 hour game. And I think that's what it ends up being. And then I still have all the DLC to play after that. I never got around to the DLC. I heard that was decent too. So I probably should do that at some point, but we all know that won't happen. It's an awesome game. Um, and the, what I remember from that game is that the story just ramps up. Like what, as you start figuring stuff out, right. cause obviously it's about, this is X amount of time after like the end of the world. So there's still all this ancient technology buried deep in the ground going around, but then yeah. their, their civilization is super like super. Yeah. Caveman. Exactly. Yeah. It's back to primitive times with, you know, basically they're back to the bronze age where they're making weaponry, but not much beyond that. So yeah, figuring out like as you get closer to the end of the game, you you get to start to see how the collapse happened and everything. Like that's the most interesting stuff. And this is one of the games which I don't do this a ton for, but if I pick up like an audio log or a video diary or something, it yes. was a game that I was actually reading that stuff because it it throws a lot extra. They do fine with having people talk to you, the stuff that you're not going to miss. That's all good and well, but adding that extra little bit of story detail is just it's it's a real good game. I'm glad you're playing it. Me too. I, I've only owned it for probably 18 months now, so it's about time. <laughs> it was either that or Last of Us, and I played The Last of Us. I played about the first 10 minutes of it, and I cried, so I'm going to give that one a break. Yeah, Last of Us doesn't exactly <laughs> pull any punches no, it sure in the doesn't. emotion department. Especially with a man in my situation. That's... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I could definitely see that hitting a little closer. It, it, yeah, it hits the you. daddy strings just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, who's up next? Uh, Chaotic playing some Pokemon. Let's go. Oh, wait. Actually, he uh, he stepped out for a second, so <laughs> I'm not going to throw anything his way. Um, all right, well, I'll go with me. I, yeah. I went camping all weekend, so and <laughs> that took up a lot of my time. But before I left, I finally rolled credits the actual credits on red dead redemption 2 uh i beat both epilogues and then hopefully convinced moose that he should uh finish them i'm I'm doing my chores right now um i think i'm i'm through the the monotonous part of the first epilogue so i got my guns (laughs) back so that's all i can say i guess (laughs) yeah so as you're going through this whole thing that's just leading into the first red dead redemption game um, it definitely starts slow, but ramps up, and by the time this thing ends, like the last hour of it, is some of the most intense moments throughout the whole game. I would say. So. How long is it to complete both epilogues? I heard it's like three or four hours. It did not seem long at all. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say like two hours, maybe a piece, maybe a little longer, but. Because just they were quick. <laughs> just finishing that game, you know, trying to play any more of it made me anxious because it was. I want to say I was seventy hours into the game when I rolled quote unquote rolled credits so it's, yeah i didn't want to i wasn't ready for a, another long slog like that <clears throat> yeah See? this is a game for me where i the amount of times i set it down and picked it back up i feel like that's the only way i could have completed this right. game is 
because if I sat down and played just this through, it's all I'd be playing for two, three months, and that'll obviously burn you out. But coming back, playing these epilogues, finishing the game, I've done that all the last few weeks, and that is that is just one good game. I know it had its issues for some people, but it's a game that if I think I was on a limited budget or like when I was a kid, if I could only have like a game right. every six months or something, this would have been the game. Cause there's just, there's so much there and it's just, it's the best cowboy simulator ever. And if you're not into that, obviously you're not going to like it. But on top of that, the story pretty much all the way through is top notch. Right. It starts off um, a bit slow, but definitely by the time you get to chapter three, it's, it's pretty exciting. That's but what I was going to say. You risk it. You've you've obviously put the amount of time that you've put in it, and Moose is obviously putting the same amount of time into it as well. How flawed a game do you think that is? If they had obviously taken out the monotony of the the horse traveling and things like that, how much more do you think they would have improved the game? And that's the thing for me. That's literally the only flaw I found in this game. It's Rockstar shooting. It's like the Grand Theft Auto shooting and like gameplay of that where you just kind of it auto aims and you flick up a little bit to get headshots that can obviously be improved to something more challenging because it's definitely not that challenging of a game especially when you have the dead eye mode where you just go into slow motion um but because that was like one like one of the members of the community as like had said that is um they, they were so buzzing for a uh, red dead 2 coming out because they'd been a massive fan of revolver and the first obviously console one and they felt so underwhelmed by how as much as they enjoyed the story once they got to the end of it the actual process to get to the end part of it ruined the game for it because graphically it was gorgeous story wise it was fantastic Mm -hmm. but gameplay wise it really let itself down for the fact of it dragged out so much with the amount of travelling that you had to do via horse I think yeah. they had to do it that way, though. Just, it, I think if you were able to fast travel all over the place, and it would really take you out of the game. You know what I mean? And I also wonder how many people never took advantage of the stagecoach option. Because if I had to cover half or like a whole map, I would just go to the stagecoach, pay the 12 bucks or whatever it was, and that's essentially fast traveling there. Not to mention the horse riding. You could put it on the like auto cinematic mode, and if right. you had something to do, like if you had your phone by you, you had anything. There was ways to remedy it, but like most people would say, there's no reason for that to even be an issue. They should have yeah. maybe like I, once you traveled to a place, you o- unlocked a fast travel option so that you had. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I know it's bizarre. I came on this episode and we've mentioned Witcher three x amount of times. Um, <laughs> in Witcher 3 it's not like you can literally just open up the game and fast travel wherever you want to you have to be at a signpost to fast travel to the place that you want to go that but, that system obviously works well in, in Witcher 3, why not implement something like that in Red Dead and make it so much easier to trans- like get around the map instead of this whole stick it on the back of a horse and play on your phone while you end up from one side of the map to the other but well, Witcher, you can just argument for go me. to sleep and be healthy again. So I, that, that I, kind I, of I know is a game breaking type deal. So, but so part of what you miss out on if you're not actually riding is you have the random encounters right. all over the map where you could get held up. You could have somebody who got bit by a snake or something, and you go over and can help them out. You have baggers on the side of the road. You're gonna miss all that stuff fast traveling. Um, 
if you're just doing it all the time. I think there's a happy medium somewhere that needed to be hit, and, and it wasn't. I agree. Uh, but I didn't let that take anything away from the game, personally. I I love that game, and I still think it was as good as I did when I started it. So uh, as, it, as somebody who's put, I don't know, maybe three hours into the game at most, is it something that you would highly recommend, like, get past this first X amount of stage, and then once you're past that, you'll start to see the benefit of it? Yeah, yeah. and one big part of it is that that slow the slow build up is totally intentional right like absolutely what you're doing in the first quarter of this game ish is you're getting to learn some of these characters doing totally monotonous things like if somebody asks you if you want to go fishing just say yes and that might not be the most fun thing in the world but like the stories mm -hmm. and dialogue that you're having with this person uh, it, it makes anything that happens later in the game so much more impactful. Right. Just I mean, riding I, with the people in your crew to the missions and just holding down the, the left trigger or whatever it is to activate the conversations and just listen to it the whole way and you don't even realize that you're traversing across the map. I mean, I think the part I'm at in the game is, I can't remember which comes first. I've experienced both parts, so one of you two can maybe guide me. I've done the, the bit where you, you rob the train and I've also done the bit where you learn how to actually hunt animals with a bow and arrow mm -hmm. so whatever part comes further on in the game I'm roughly about there okay but I just it just the whole sticking on a horse and having to run back and forth was really monotonous but as if you are saying once that's like purposely done until you get to a certain point so that it really hypes up what's about to happen right and it might be worth jumping back into. I would basically just mainline all your yellow quests until you get to the Braithwaite Mansion. Mansion. Braithwaite Mansion. Yeah. That's that. a good mission. I love that one. <laughs> yep. Definitely that's that's kind of where everything starts to take off from there. Uh, there's so many huge moments, dude. Yeah, it, it's it's worth it. If you can get past the riding stuff, which how it sucks. But the, how it. do you think the online will be now that it's came out of beta? Who cares? It doesn't look fun at all. <laughs> yeah, like I, I like Sadie, and they they put a bunch of new Sadie missions in the online, but I, that's not going to bring me back. It, yeah. Especially with all we, the trolling that goes on in that crap, yeah. man. I'm either being dragged behind a horse or headshot every <laughs> any time I try to do is, something. So, with GTA, they could literally go as crazy as they wanted to. Racetracks, right. aliens, yeah. whatever it may be, they could have gone crazy. You can't really do that with the Wild West. Yeah, you're pretty handcuffed with technology when, exactly. you're, when you're in the 1800s. Yeah, yeah but they went mad with um, some of the DLC for the first Red Dead, where they had the undead... Oh, yeah, the zombie stuff. So, yeah, that I was know, completely standalone. They thing, could go though. Clint Eastwood yeah. and go all Cowboys vs. Aliens. That would be entertaining. Why'd, Why'd exactly. bring me back. Um, but I don't, I, I, do, I don't think many people are going to jump back into... Red Dead Online. I think it's just everybody wants GTA right online for Red Dead, but you can't necessarily do it in that setting. But it's not just on the subject of Clint Eastwood, and it's not because I have an unhealthy obsession with Borderlands Two. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were sitting. It was, it was to do with Clint Eastwood, and it was um, I was trying to explain to my fiance the the appeal of a cartoon-looking game like Borderlands. I see it's to do with like the, the references to do with current, or not so much current, but like pop culture. I see there's a gun in the game called the Unkempt Harold. And she went, I was like, if you break the name down, you get unkempt and you get Harold. Unkempt means dirty, and Harold is another name for Harry. 
And she went, oh, you mean the Clint Eastwood film? I have never been so proud of her in my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best thing she said in the whole year and a half we've been together. (laughs) <laughs> like, let me see that ring. God, I'm proud. Hang on, wait, not saying yes. <laughs> yeah. But Amazing. yeah, I mean, go play it, get through it, push through whatever issues you're having, which sounds like just the horse riding, hopefully, which a lot of people had. You know, pick up your phone, download a cell phone game, and rescue we trust. So I believe. Look at your news. Right. Agreed. Um, all right. Cool. Um, Moose, we talked about this game a little bit last week, but Dauntless came out and you've been playing some of it. I have. What's going on with that? It's it's a lot of fun. It's like I said before, it's basically like a Monster Hunter light. It's not as in depth or, you know, deep as Monster Hunter is as far as crafting and everything, but it's right along those lines, it's on those same rails. It might be the kitty coaster, you know what I mean? <clears throat> that uh um I saw that that was Crossplay, crossplay, cross share, cross save, all that good stuff. Cross everything. You and it betcha. Dropped that way. Yep. You can play with that PlayStation with your Xbox. Um, I think it's coming out on um, Switch soon and mobile soon, but it hasn't been released yet. But as far as PC, uh, Xbox, and PlayStation, it you can crossplay. But they're they're having a lot of server issues right now. I'm not gonna lie. Um, last is night that a, is that affecting your gameplay pretty, pretty uh, badly? Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, last night I jumped on and I was like Q number forty thousand or something like that. <laughs> Good so, lord! Yeah, Did it, you get in? Yeah, it took about I don't know five or six minutes. It, it went down okay. pretty quickly, but you know. And then uh, once you get into the game, you think that since everything's full, you wouldn't have a problem matchmaking at all. But for certain missions that I was trying to do to grind for certain items and, you know, the, the way you do in the Monster Hunter type games, uh, I was having a hard time finding people to matchmake with. And I could have went by myself, but I, you know, it's a struggle killing a monster with four guys. So I don't think soloing it might at this point with low level armor and weapons is a smart idea. Um, so basically. Doesn't that blow your mind yeah. when something has like. It has so many people. We can't get you in right now. And then when they get you in, it's like, they hey, can't there's find anybody nobody that, here yeah. for you to play with. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Okay. And there's there's literally like a handful of missions to do. Like it's you do a patrol type mission, or you go out and specifically hunt a certain animal, and um, you know that it shouldn't be that difficult. Out of I think there may be like twelve options. Every one of them should be full, and you should be able to match make no problem. And you, th- yeah. So it, it's a lot of fun, but it's it's frustrating <laughs> at the same time. So once well, they I'm get all about a good crossplay yeah, game, but so. it's epic. So they'll figure it out. They'll, they'll just throw money at it. I was like, they they have enough money to figure it <laughs> yeah. out. I think. I think they're just ramping up slowly so they don't buy a bunch of servers that aren't going to get used or pull things off <laughs> Fortnite. God forbid. Exactly. Um. All right, chaotic. Pokemon, let's go. We'll try this again. And you're on mute. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. It was answering, I was answering a mixer. Two in the multitasking for me. Yes, let's go. I finally managed to get a hold of a switch. So I have the, the child in me took over and I had to um, jump on um, Let's Go Pikachu. So I am running through that. Um, <laughs> the thing is, it's, it's the same game that came out when I was 13... Not even probably not even thirteen. It's exactly the same. Only it's on a fancier console. It looks you get better. To see your Pokemon. Yeah, 
it looks better you get to see your Pokemon running around but it's the exact same game and I still can't put it down what made you pick Pikachu over Eevee because I'm new to Pokemon and I picked Eevee and I don't know why anybody would pick Pikachu because Eevee has every element Yes, it Eevee's does. broken. Yeah, um, it is. But the only benefit of Pikachu, and this is going to really sound so sad for a thirty-year-old saying this, um, <laughs> once you get past the first gym, which is rock, your next gym after that is water. So Pikachu is a a penalty kick with no goalkeeper. Right. So yeah, it, it just makes shocks so everybody. Exactly. So it makes it so much easier just to start off, and then you can fly in. And Eevee, although you've got the benefit of pretty much being able to go whichever direction you want to go to start off with Pikachu just makes it so easier as soon as you learn like because you've obviously got the benefit in this one where you can actually see the Pokemon that you're having the random encounters with if you can pick up a grass Pokemon between the, the between Pallet Town and the first gym that you actually get to battle in Imputer City you're, you're sorted for the first gym you've already got Pikachu in there so the second gym that you come across you're sorted for as well so that was the only reason that I really opted for Pikachu. Gotcha. I was picking up the opposite version of my coworker. Right. So well, that's that's how I ended that's up. That's how there. you justify I've it. I've actually seen um, Yeah. My my supervisor at work has um she was looking at uh, buying the same sort of idea as well. So she was like, What one will I get? I was like, Well get Eevee because anything that I've caught in my game that's unique, I can catch a duplicate and send to you and vice versa. So that we've done pretty much the same as that, Riska. That's yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. But I, I'm still one of these sad people that play Pokemon uh, Go on the phone, so it works quite well for that as well. Good deal. Um, all right, chocolate. Yeah. How's the messenger going? Doing well. Uh, did the second boss. Yes. I'm... Who was that? Oh, do you know what? I have no idea. I, <laughs> I specifically was like, must remember, must remember. Totally gone. No do idea. Do you remember anything about the boss? Yeah, what did they do? I beat them. Um, which <laughs> boss was it? It was <laughs> the... Word. I think it was the fire... No, it wasn't the fire boss. Fire boss was the first one. Yep, no idea. No All right, idea. Cool. All I know is I'm in some sort of kind of underground cave and it's green I want to say the second boss was the one that was like orange and covered in leaves that could be and the one it was like a girl and she would do like a spin move that would throw a bunch yes. of darts yeah, and stuff yeah spit and she'd, she'd be quite um, good at jumping around the, yeah. the map yep. yeah um, thank you for that you're welcome Oops. <laughs> at least Moose knows how, how your well, game's going yeah. at least someone does <laughs> But I, I'm waiting. You guys are, uh, as you mentioned to me, I'm waiting for the kind of the 16-bit, 32-bit type um, It'll change. Keep and, uh, and it's not there for me. That's the... Kind get, of, yeah. Is it now? Just is it now? Is it now? <laughs> yeah. But the, the game's good. And when you guys were... I think I said it last week about the whole when you mess up or when you miss a jump, it's not the game, it's you. Yeah happens so many times especially um, for you right <laughs> well yeah I'm just like jump jump no okay wrong button no um, how many times have you called Eric in to get you past the part well Eric showed me that you can as uh, you know those those little dragons as they shoot fire you can actually use your sword to hit it yeah. and they disappear jump across yeah, them, but, yeah, them I'm, I'm an idiot I didn't know that thank god for Eric right 
I mean, that guy is worth every penny I don't pay him. Would you quit Chocolate, firing him then? Actually, yeah, I was actually going to say, do you think you could get through a day without Eric in your life? <laughs> no, I mean, Eric's family. He's, he's, is, is, that, is that what you call him? Is that what you call him? <laughs> Forced family. You, you can't really to his walk face. somebody in a room in class than his family. That's kind of cool. Stockholm Syndrome. My, my fantastic exactly. vodka and tonic. He uh, he <laughs> knows how to mix tonic. my bourbon correctly. Um, Ooh, bourbon, I'll take that. I, I like the man. When he's not here, you know, he's shining my shoes. But anyway, <laughs> let's, move, let's move on. Do you ever wonder what type of opinion people form on you when they're coming uh, into this yeah, podcast yeah. for the first time and we talk about you having servants and stuff? Well, uh, hopefully they're not looking at my picture, but the next picture I'm going to post, I'm going to have a monocle, a nice top hat, a nice kind of handlebar moustache, um, and I'm going to class up. Yeah. You know, that's just how suit. you look every day, except for yeah. Full disclosure: it's Sunday. Eric has a day off, so nobody's there to shave chocolate. Well, I mean, that was Wait my silk pajamas. <laughs> Who are you kidding, Moose? That Eric gets a day off. He's seven days, twenty-four-seven. Poor guy. No, it, uh, I'm not allowed to work him to the to the bone. Unfortunately, there's a, there's a few human right laws in uh, in my county I live in, so. Damn those human rights. I know. <laughs> and wow. I voted it anyway. One day off a month, that's more than enough. Okay. I love, Moving I love how you were about to dig yourself a bigger hole there. I know, and I really like, sidestepped ah, that big ah, time, didn't ah, I? Ah, I'll just hold. Yeah. Oh, and that's why we shouldn't boy. do the show live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, my God. Another person who plays this terrible game. Uh, chaotic, tell me about Football Manager. I'm sure oh, it's very really exciting. Can't wait to hear some more. I'm gonna. You guys I'm have gonna go fun. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be back. Wait a minute. Well, before you disappear, risk it. Let me explain it better than um, Sweeney managed to last week. Right? Okay. No, I'm already gone. So you. <laughs> you, you are in a lovely part of the New York district in Syracuse. How amazing would it be if you could take the dumpster fire of a New York Jet Giants, right? Raise them up to be the best team that's ever stepped foot on God's green earth. Would that not make you feel just amazing? No, it just make me feel sad because it's not real life. <laughs> no, that's what they're trying to do Great. by being in the dumpster every year. They get a first-round draft pick. <laughs> They're going to have 22 first-round draft picks here pretty soon. They're going to have to be good. I'm just, a, I'm, just a, I'm just associating where you stay, Moose, to your NFL team. You might not be a Broncos fan. but Oh, I'm a season really, ticket holder, sir. You be careful. Can you really speak about how bad the Giants are? Ooh. Yeah, because we've won a Super Bowl since they did. Granted, but they had to beat the best team that's ever played football twice oh to win God. their Super Bowl. So moving on, this guy's gross. <laughs> anyway, Get him the, out of here. Back to the point. It's it's the ability to basically take a team that you hold near and dear and make them as good as possible. It might not be everybody's cup of tea, but being able to play that fat, you do fantasy football for the for ESPN thing that we did and things like that. It's basically the real life real life version of that where you have more control over everything and you get to see your team achieve things that they probably will never achieve in real life so you get that happy-go-lucky feeling of hey my team's actually better than what they are in real life but can't you do all that in fifa and actually play the game uh, not really, because in FIFA you're pretty much... You ha- it actually takes longer to get through a season in FIFA than it does to get through a season in Football Manager. Yeah, okay. so they don't yeah. play any games in Football Manager. Yeah, that's no, like the fun then, part, isn't it? But this <laughs> I don't be, understand. Yeah, 
this whole AFK thing where you can literally set it up, set your team up, set the thing, click continue, and then just walk away. It just makes me mad that that's okay, but riding your horse around in one of the best games of this generation, yeah. just you, you can't because sit there and wait for that. Haven't you ever heard of Clicker Man- Heroes? <laughs> <laughs> but Football Manager is designed to be like that. If I'm playing a Western shooter, I expect to be shooting everybody every two minutes. Nothing's Not- stopping you from shooting your guns up in the air while you ride around on your horse. Well, this is very true. <laughs> I can see that we're not going to agree on this matter, but still, no, hundred percent not. It's um, uh, people who are in the like people who have a vested interest in football. Um, football Manager is one of the greatest games made for that exact point. There's nothing better than you find this young gem and then you bring him into your system, and next thing you know, he's the next Lionel Messi. There's nothing better than the essential achievement of you had a hand in shaping his future. But that's Alex. What's yeah, his man, name? Yeah, man. Teach their own. Is it Alex Jones? Isn't that the guy from the story? Alex Hunter. Alex Hunter. Alex Hunter. There you go. My bad. Alex Hunter. I played through seventeen and eighteen with him. I haven't got through the nineteen story yet. Oh, nineteen. the best one to be fair. Is it? Some would say the best. Yeah. Well, I got ten hours on the trial, so I'll consider yeah. it done. Power through th- that. The problem with the trial is you get the X amount of point, and you can't actually. Oh yeah, that's on right. Journey, so. I think that's why I beat some... FIFA eight or bought FIFA eighteen last year. Just wait for EA access. Yeah, yeah, it'll drop in the access. It's probably going to be in there next month, August, or... September time. Yeah, I was going to say maybe July. It's got to be real soon. Yeah, yeah, it can't be much longer than what it is. They, they tend to drop like them about a month use... before release of the next game, just to get people in and playing the game. Yeah, Madden usually drops but... just after the Super Bowl, so normally when the season's finished right. and the next season's okay. due to start in the football, they bring in FIFA. So. Right, and you guys end in June, right? Yeah, well, I think the the league season's finished now, so that's me, but there's still the Champions League final, right. which is next week. Yep. And then after that, that's us pretty much done. Go Spurs. Yeah. Don't start <laughs> this. Don't, don't do that. Hey, I just got to say, I played for the Hot Spurs when I was in competitive soccer when I was little, and that's the only affiliation I have for that team, so... <laughs> Oh, okay, so not nothing to do with the San Antonio one. No, 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 not good, no, good, sir. I'm a good. Nuggets fan. Oh, so you don't know much about winning in that respect. Then. We almost okay. That's fine. You'll see. Carmelo <laughs> Anthony is from Syracuse. Yeah, he was good. That's all I got. He was good. Was yes. until he left the was, Nuggets. Yes. Keyword yes. <laughs> and this has been your sports talk for this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. One last thing before we get going. Uh. Or before we continue. Uh. The division. Two, chaotic chocolate. You guys both playing this moose? I know you've just been sitting there waiting for people to play. Still waiting. Chocolate's probably level. What's the update we aren't this week? Good you enough go up, for you, moose. You go up two levels. I think I went up two levels. <laughs> I, I want to say sixteen, seventeen. Uh, chaotic. I want to say that's like forty-five minutes. I was going to say, are you guys playing this like seven minutes at a time? <laughs> yeah, T- possibly. We, we get distracted very easily. Um, football manager. <laughs> yeah. Hey. But that's the good thing with football manager. You can stick that on and then put division on, click continue, play division, finish your mission, and jump back to football manager. Boom. Uh, that's why you kept dying. Chocolate. Let's <laughs> not get started. I think everybody kept dying because chocolate, probably. Yeah, let's not spend... Yeah. Let's not blame who's who on who spent most of the time on the floor. Yeah, let's maybe not. Maybe Although not. quite worryingly, when anybody crawl. else on the, but the <laughs> thing is, most worryingly, when most of the team went down, whilst it was chocolate still standing, he had the habit of like going up to you and going to revive you, 
stopping, running round the back of you, so you were like, <laughs> and then you're a right human shield, <laughs> and then reviving. <laughs> yeah, let's just say some of the the revives. If uh, when I took a screenshot of them, it didn't. It was a bit compromising. A little bit. Oh, I think so, you've sent uh, me a few of those from Division One. Yeah, yeah. Some, of, some of the positions Chocolate puts himself in to revive you are a little bit questionable. It's not intentional either. Oh, um, sure it's yeah, not. Of course it's not. <laughs> I think um, Super Catrick, she revived me once when we were playing with Chester and she managed to get her character in not an... It was a very compromising position, especially as her husband was in the background protecting us. Yeah, Cho- it, it was Chocolate, all kinds of wrong. Some guys are into that. Do, do you know what? Each to their own. If that's what your thing, so be Good it. Lord. But the division, uh, the division, and the re- reviving aspect of the game, they need to slightly tweak it because it it does look. I've got a filthy, horrible mind, and it it looks wrong. Or it's just a guy agree. reviving another guy. Chocolate. It's a video game, buddy. D- well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should. Uh, I was. We'll, we'll move on for that. Yeah, I'll I'll bite my tongue on what I was going to say. Okay, so we get on uh, the Division 2 update for this one. I think we need to move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Moose, we, we will catch up to you eventually, and we will be World Tier 5, and we will eventually do the raid together. I was going to say, we only need eight of us. So. Oh, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> in one place at well, one time. That, as me and Chocolate were saying earlier, I think we were going to plan on jumping in quite a bit this week, so we might get up to about level 25, maybe. Cool. Maybe. Oh, God, I hope. I wish. Yeah, I was telling you guys earlier, I don't think it would help for me to jump in with you because I would just raise no. the level so high that you guys would get one-shotted all the time. But I thought it's... So how does it work with the level? And I believe it just scales to the highest everything. level. Because, Ricky, you remember, you remember when we played before you went on vacation and you were up over 30 and none of us were and it was really difficult for three of us. And Oh, yeah. I, well, Which, I think that was because it was before I had hit or no, because I was still in like real world tier four. Yeah, when so that was going we on, were right? in like level twenty five. So Chester's just put up in the um, in chat on Mixer saying it scales health as well, but you're always a level behind the leader. So oh, okay. I thought that would have like that. I thought that would have increased your obviously your ability to survive hits and the damage of your guns. So if that was the case, then surely God, even if we jumped in with Umus, then we would be able to hold our own. Well, maybe not chocolate, yeah. but that's just because he's just. Because <laughs> I'm a dreadful player. But hey, no, he like, takes away some bullets still... from the enemies. Yeah, sponge, on the sponge. Yeah, meat <laughs> I was going to say though, isn't it something to do? I'm sure they said there was something about a, there was a certain buffer you had to be within a certain amount of levels. Oh really? For the whole yeah, I, I, I can't can try too it. much into it. I'm, I'm willing to give yeah, it a shot. I'm definitely game for jumping in with somebody because I like I had said to I can't remember who it was. It was on a couple of weeks back about. Um, um, Borderlands, I think it was maybe a Ladonian, and um, at least with things like that, if for Borderlands, if it doesn't matter which level you are because there's no scaling up, but you can hold back and still get the benefits of being something in. Right, and the way I understand this game, it's it's not like the other one where the bosses drop um, your exotic weapons. You have to go and farm pieces and build the guns. So you've got to go oh, get really? the scope. You've got to go get the stock. Yeah. And then once you have all those pieces, then you can f- build that exotic weapon. So they want you to, to keep playing through these side missions and all these uh, strongholds and everything multiple times to farm this equipment to, in order to be raid ready. Oh, that's pretty good then. <clears throat> Definitely an interesting way to do it. Right. I don't like how, it. I'd rather them just drop me the gun, but, you know, 
I like things done True. the fast way. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, risk it. You, you're world tier four, I think, from last week I heard. Uh, yeah, four. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, I could get up to five in a night in one play session. I'm almost positive of this. I just, I need to actually do it. But he's playing so, pirates for, or blackout, so. Well, this is true. So, from what I'm reading from for the raid, is it doesn't matter if you're world tier five because that's not enough. You really have to be like right. maxing your. Yeah, character. you have to be 500 gear score plus. You have to have your basically. You have to min, uh, maximize your DPS for everything, or you're not even. Basically, your bullets are bouncing off so the guys. It, so, is it every character needs to be maximizing their DPS, yeah. or is there like different roles? Because nope. you know, like some. Yeah raids work with like support and things like from that. everything i've read on a couple of different discord servers and articles it's basically everybody go dps at this point and um uh, also because who was it in the news they to... said that they're not going to alter the raid at Never. all for console players so because who was it that posted in discord the other day saying it was like 30 minutes right, for yeah, PC, I, I was, but eight hours yeah, for the record is 23 minutes on pc and then it's ridiculous it's it's i think at That's least five hours absolutely insane yeah. I think it was Scottman that um, was it Scottman? posted it. Yeah, because he's hit that game pretty hard as well, hasn't he? Right. Yeah, oh yeah. He's been playing. He's it. been trying to raid with a Him few different clans, I think. Is it Eero Ben as well? He's really went right deep in yep. this game. He's been playing with the X One Bros clan, I think, and they've been doing the raid. I I don't know if they've beat it yet or not, but I know they got into the the final uh, wave or boss or whatever it is. But I don't think they've actually completed it yet. That's nuts. And it's been out. A week, you know, almost a week and a half now. And none of us in the community haven't even touched it, right? Because you think of like the Destiny ones where like the raids were like getting turned over numerous times a week. Yeah. Nobody has even touched this in our in the community. The word raid gives me a little bit of anxiety because I think of, you know, hunker down, get your Mountain Dew and whatever garbage food you got and be ready to play for the next six to eight hours, no excuses. I mean, the only time I've ever done anything like this in a raid, I, did, I think I did one in De- uh, Destiny. Mm-hmm. Again, the the disadvantages of not having a solid core of players when Destiny 1 came out. Um, and I was like quite blown away how much it actually takes to do a full raid. Like It's not just a case of, as long as you're good at shooting a gun, you're going to run through no, a raid. Yeah. Like, the actual the interest it takes to do like the tactics the and the puzzles mechanics, and things exactly. like that. And I've never actually had the ability to jump into a group, well, apart from obviously being part of the community, to get an actual raid team mm-hmm. to do. I know Anthem's obviously got things coming out, and Destiny 2 had one, but the one for Division, I really would think that getting through that with a team is going to be a massive sense of achievement. Right, and that's, you know, I didn't play through the raids on Destiny 1 um, initially, so I basically got carried through three or four years later. Yeah, I was the same. And so I beat it in an hour and a half or whatever it was, and I was like, you know, BFD, that that was cool and all, but and everybody's like, well, you don't What's understand. It took us 14 hours to beat it the first time, and I'm just like, yeah, wow, that doesn't sound like fun at all. Um, why, why would you do that? <laughs> was I get, The only one I've ever done is like that was classes I've read was, I think, was the Vault of Glass, and that yeah. was it. That's the one oh, I did, that's too. That's my favorite. Yeah. That's oh, the only gee. that's that's the only raid I've ever done through it being Division, Division yeah. Two, Destiny Two. I've completed a Destiny. couple segments of the Destiny Two raid, but I haven't finished everything and gotten to the throne room. Even that was fun. I mean, that's what from what I've been hearing. That's the thing that's annoying me about the Division Two is this kind of seems like people are getting stuck on 
just bosses boss being that's, too over, yeah. overpowered. It has nothing yeah. to do with mechanics and communication what is, and that kind of stuff where if you <laughs> couldn't beat Vault of Glasses because somebody wasn't doing their job, which most likely wasn't just sit and shoot at said boss, it was if you don't shoot that thing out of the air quick enough, we're going to fail the whole thing where it's just, right. I don't know. What is it, like hashtag F Benny or something like that? It's like the first boss in the raid takes people sometimes like over an hour to beat just putting ammo on him and trying to fight ads off at the same time. Yeah, like that's not a raid mechanic. That's just that's a, a boss at the brutal. end of a level. It's yeah, that sucks. I'm, I mean, like I can't remember which one it was. I'm, I'm sure it was Vault of Glass, but you'll be able to maybe inform me for the Destiny players. It was the one where there's the jump puzzle, so you have to jump down different levels yeah. to get to this like little plateau to get to the next one. Um, that's the, like I say, that's the only other raid I've done. But that seems more in tune with what a raid should be, not just a case of can you be a bullet sponge to absorb this bullets and can you do enough damage to to kill the person that's you have to kill to get the loot. The destiny ones seem like it's been thought out a, a lot more than just do X, Y, and Z and then get to this final boss and see if you can survive. Right. Right. Like even just. Speaking to Vault of Glass, which was the very first one, it's like you started off, you had to step on, you had to have people on X amount of pillars right. uh, until a door opened. So you had to like hold, right, so you had to fortify a position uh, and go through that, whatever. Uh, there was another part where you had to, it was stealth, you had to avoid the stupid watcher things, otherwise they would be alerted and everyone would die. Mm-hmm. So you had like a stealth section. You had the jumping part that you're talking about where you're platforming. Uh, and then your even your final raid boss had certain mechanics where somebody got teleported to a different world, and it could have been two different worlds. And then mm-hmm. once yeah, they that, did something in there, you could do damage on the outside toward the boss. It was so complex, and it was their yeah, first raid ever. It was and fantastic. You, yeah. And I remember the communication was key because everybody had to pick different, you know, those shiny cubes that would show up. You'd have to shoot them, and if you didn't shoot them in time, everybody would die. So you had to communicate, okay, I got upper left, I got middle, I got back right, and you got to make sure that everybody's got their, their spot covered or everybody fails. Yeah, it's like that. It's like the bit that you were saying in the raid rescue where like the person goes in like this teleport and they have to reach a certain part to like obviously lower the shields on the guy that everybody else is waiting for. And that like survivability part where you can't do anything until the person that's went through the portal mm-hmm. hits that part, that... That is what a raid should be, not just, oh, let's fire as many bullets as possible and hope for the best. Right. So that kind of seems like the the downfall of this raid. But uh, maybe the next one will be beatable. We're going to wait for Ben to get it down, and then seven of us will follow him through. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe Ben and Dan. Yeah, just let them two run through it, and we'll just tag along. Exactly. Um, all right. Anybody else have anything else that they uh, may have forgotten? Want to touch on before we get moving? No, nope, I think we're good. All yeah, right, cool. Um, Chocolate, let's go over to you for a couple more giveaways. We are going to drop these. Well, we've got two here. I'm going to drop a code in Discord. Plug, plug, hint, hint. And I'm going to drop another one in the mixer chat in a second. Um, but the most important or biggest giveaway we're going to do is our physical copies or physical items I should say so wow. I have, we have a cross atlantic gaming t-shirt now because shipping is a pain in the backside I apologize <laughs> to everyone else <laughs> these are going to be specific for one for the UK a CAG t-shirt 
and we are doing a mysterious box for the United States. It sounds so much scarier when you call it a mysterious, mysterious. box rather than it a does. mystery box. <laughs> I, go I wouldn't touch a mysterious box. I'm yeah, all about that, mystery boxes. That could though. be a bomb. Not gonna lie. <sighs> <laughs> I wanted to give it a bit of, you know, a little something about it. Okay, A little bit of mystery. Jury mystery. Hello. So, to get these two items, obviously you're going to have to be in Discord. You have got till Tuesday... Um, well no actually yeah it'll be Tuesday midnight when we post in the announcements that the podcast is dropping live for everyone else you need to go on our last announcement channel I had this all worked out in my head and failed miserably (laughs) I know this is terrible (laughs) it happens it happened right so Thursday's post at 4.14pm, Risky, has posted something. Everyone who clicks on the GG will be entered. You have till Tuesday, and that's when it will close, and we will pick a random person, one from the UK for a t-shirt, and one from the US for the mysterious box. And I'm always going to call it the mysterious box. What's in the box? To see the people that's already, like, who's already clicked the on the thing, should they unclick if they don't want... Put into it. <laughs> if they don't want the mystery box. If, if you, well, it, it's only I'm you. Thinking, am I the only person that's clicked on Yeah, it's only the GG. I'm the other person who brought it up, and I can't win oh, something I'm giving away. Guys, come on. So, click on that GG if you want to be entered in. Um, yeah. I'm going to drop the codes now, so I'm going to let Risky carry on and try and uh, decipher all that rubbish I just spouted. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just get into Discord, go to the announcements, click the GG that everybody's clicking on, and uh, maybe you'll win something cool. Uh, I think that's about it. Right? That's, it's, it's as easy as that. that um, it was. We've just had someone click on it now. Oh, well go, done, Fists. Go, go. Keep clicking. Fists. Keep clicking. Keep clicking. Okay, click it. Yeah, okay. It's really off-putting when you're, you've got like messages coming through from people like saying, what GG? Where is the GG? How can I find this GG? Follow the Good instructions. Luck, Exactly. Well, he's a bit slow, so we'll, we'll not say that. <laughs> and if for whatever reason you need help, just reach out to uh, chocolate. any of the hosts, I guess. Yeah, actually, Chocolate, yeah. Just reach out to Chocolate. Yeah, uh, yeah reach he, out to me. I'll help he, you. He deserves to repair this <laughs> mess he's made. Exactly, Chocolate. Um, all right, before we get to the news, uh, quick announcement on Game Pass Roulette. That is going to be, uh, I want to say next week's yep. episode. Yeah, okay, which isn't episode... 55 then it's episode 54 not that that matters um if you have feedback for the show uh, get it in this next week you got one more week to play for the king that is our current game pass game if you have any questions feedback uh there's a channel for that in discord and while you're there go over and hit that gg button on that announcement get yourself entered for a chance to win a mysterious box risky's announcement on my announcement it's the only one with gg Correct. And if people are competing for this and they're smart, they're just going to put GG on all the announcements. (laughs) Yeah, confuse everybody. We're talking about the one from Thursday at 11.14 from me. Yeah. Anyways, with that, let's get into some news. All right, Chocolate, what is in the news this week? You're lucky I'm back. So, 
anti-loot box bill earns support on both sides. What's right. going on? So, on Moose, you want to do this one? Yeah, yep. basically, um, a senator. Uh, I want to say it was a Republican senator uh, proposed a bill, basically, to ban all pay-to-win schemes as well as uh, blind loot boxes from all gaming, kind of similar to what they're doing over in the European Union. Um, and basically, it's it's getting some traction because it's got um, support and um, signing, you know, people signing support on both sides of the, the aisle. So if, if you've got bipartisan support, usually things become become action. Become pretty, real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they become action pretty pretty quickly. So if, if yeah, you're that's... into your FIFA packs, um, sorry, Ooh. I think they may be gone. Nope. But those things are In fairness, we've been really good with that. We did the whole season this year with not buying any. And you still got plenty packs. of packs, right? You just have to grind it out and play the ultimate challenges. That's at least well, what I, I think, did in Madden. I think the the main people who was like playing it was myself, Chocolate, um, Sweeney, right. Fists. Ryan. There was a couple others, and then Ryan, who fair place to him, is still grinding FIFA. Yeah, he is. Which is considering I think Chocolate. When was the last time you played it? I know I've not played it probably since about Christmas. Ultimate Team, I have not touched. Probably, I I think I got absolutely hammered uh, in a game, and it was all broken mechanics. So I, I mean, was out from I think it was January, maybe Feb. See, I did the I did the the Futmas party of it, um, and once I'd done Futmas, it was like after that I was I was done. I've not touched Team of the Season or shit like this, but mm-hmm. it's unreal how bad or how much they've ruined FIFA 19 this year with the boxes I think not even much that I think the whole way that they've um, they've treated the game it has been one of the I think Chocolate will agree it's been one of the worst FIFAs in a few Ouch. years in regards to the gameplay yeah it's not been a it's not been a good year for FIFA no no I think I think I finally had it it just feels the same old rehashed yeah skin so are you guys over. PES fans now oh no never Although, the thing is, right, being from Scotland, obviously Celtic and Rangers are a massive part of Scottish football culture. Um, right. They, they outsell their, their stadiums more than most of the teams in England, but uh, Pro Evolution Soccer are one of the few, uh, are the only company that have actually went out their way to incorporate things like Celtic Park and Ibrox into their game and try to have the player likeness exactly as they are in real life FIFA mm-hmm. is, I, I, obviously FIFA don't care about the Scottish market most people don't care about the Scottish market um, but for the fact that they've went above and beyond to try and get the Scottish market into their game I have to commend them on that and according to Ryan who plays a lot more football games than I do um, Pro Evolution Soccer this season has been a vast improvement over the last couple of years Good. So they need some competition, right? Yeah, competition's a good thing. It's the same with everything. Like, if if it wasn't for Fortnite and um, Blackout, sorry, Fortnite and PUBG, would Blackout exist, for example, or Apex, things like that? Yeah, it needs that pushing. It needs yeah, that it needs it needs something else to... to take away from one to give to the other. Yeah, of course. Sure, but the the uh, the bill that was proposed is called the Protecting Child from Abusive Games Act. And, oh, the PCAG. Um, the only pushback, yeah, that one. That one. Um, the only that thing, one. the only pushback that I've seen from the gaming community is basically this is a bill being proposed by a guy that knows nothing about gaming. 
So a lot of the language inside of it is pretty predatory towards gaming or gamers, and people don't like that. They basically say that this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. But, and you know, on the other side of the fence, I got to agree that these things are pretty predatory and geared towards kids, and that's not a cool thing. Yeah, what the scary part of all of this is that if something does pass and you can't do this kind of thing anymore, I, I don't know. A lot of people are going to, like a lot of developers are going to lose so much money, and that's, that's going to do nothing right. but hurt the games industry as crappy as microtransactions are and that kind of stuff. Um, but, I mean, I guess this is only loot boxes. That's not to say that you can't just buy a cosmetic straight up for a $1.99 right. or something. So you might see that more, which probably isn't a bad thing. Uh, That's how you, Ubisoft does it with their stores. Everything's pretty much cosmetic. Exactly. There's nothing uh, As far as what you can buy, what you can pay. Yeah. Easier. Like, oh, except they do give you, uh, which I did boosts, take advantage right? of. You could buy Yeah, them. the XP and the money boosts. That was like it was like fifteen That's some bucks. That's pay to and you win got garbage. <laughs> yeah, can't win, that will though. no longer be available. But the thing is, as much as XP boosts help, but it's a single player game, not, so it's not like it's, it's not yeah. breaking the game. Like see in FIFA, right. if you have, if you have a thousand pounds spare that you can spend on packs, you can make your team ridiculously good regardless of your skill level. If you get an XP right. boost, you still have to be good enough at the game to get through the levels that you're going to get the XP on. To make yourself good at. Yep. Then on single player games. Because yeah, that's the thing too. Is in in Assassin's Creed, the the enemies scale with exactly. You. So it 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 doesn't really help you as far as the XP, other than you know leveling up and unlocking things when you level up. You know you you get skill points basically. So it just gets you that quicker. Exactly. So it's not like it's breaking the game and making it easier to win. Right. Yeah. So I mean. It is what it is, I guess. A lot of developers are just going to have to rethink how they're doing microtransactions. Yeah. They'll get creative and figure out how to suck money out of kids. That's that they've been doing for fifty I think years. Like this, if if companies spent more time making their games not broken and really good to play, they would make more money than having to resort to broken ass games with loot boxes in them. Right. Sure. Yeah. I, I I agree completely. Um. All right. What's up next? We have got uh, Call of Duty 2019 title, Modern Warfare. Uh, yeah, so so that <laughs> happened. I feel like we've been there before, <laughs> right? familiar. We're going it's, it's, from... Yeah, it's a soft reboot. Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, back to just Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, this mm-hmm. is like Battlefield 1 all over again, or the Xbox One all over again. <laughs> all right. And from what I've read, there's not a whole lot of information out there other than it's going to be a soft reboot of the past two Modern Warfare tile- titles, and the campaign's going to be an emotionally heavy story inspired by the Modern Warfare 2 campaign, which kind of cut us all deep, didn't it? Yeah, that was oh, that's such a good campaign, dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll buy it. Cool. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm usually on board for it. whatever they put out. So, yeah, in Infinity Ward, um, has always been probably my fate. Well, Treyarch's real good nowadays too, I guess. But those Modern Warfare games were all really, really solid. And if they're just going back to Modern mm-hmm. Warfare, which uh, f- 
first of all, it's just going to be called Modern Warfare, which means it's going to be a Modern Warfare game, and you can't ask for right. anything more than going back to how good That's those games best. were and just not having right. jetpacks, but also not being like World War Two, where all the guns suck more than anything. It's like there's a happy medium right. somewhere, and it's Modern Warfare. <laughs> so today's tech exactly. I, I'm pumped for it. That oh, it's going to be Absolutely. so good. Um, we do have a little more Call of Duty news. This is Call of Duty 2020, so this is the one that's going to come out after this next Modern Warfare game. Uh, this is not going to be developed by Sledgehammer anymore, and they're the people that made uh, Ghosts and the most recent one. What was that called? Infinite Infinite Warfare, I believe. Yeah, it sounds right. Uh, which I actually really like. Or Advanced Warfighter. One of that was. No, you're that's right. a Ghost Recon game. Yeah, you're right. Advanced Warfare? Um, I can't remember. Never mind. All right, done listening to you. Uh, The the Infinite (laughs) Warfare campaign was actually really good. If you've never played it, I enjoyed it a lot. That that tugged on my heartstrings more than a lot of the other ones, and that was you had a robot on your team in that one. (laughs) um, But, yeah, so Sledgehammer and Raven – who Raven assists on a lot of the Call of Duty games. I believe they are the ones that consult on multiplayer or help develop the multiplayer. Um, mm-hmm. So apparently they were having, they were butting heads, Sledgehammer and Raven were, so right. they're both being taken out of the cycle of uh, the three devs that we usually have making the Call of Duty games. So this, the 2020 game is actually going to be being made by Treyarch, who are just coming off of putting out Black Ops 4, so they're getting a year shorter of a cycle than they normally do. Not only are Sledgehammer and Raven being pulled as the lead, but they're actually being asked to support now. So they've been backseated and benched, basically. Yeah, and if they have expertise in any specific areas, they may help. Right, because I believe one of the companies was developing a uh, Cold War-type campaign and that is now going to be implemented into the new Black Ops 5 game. Cool. So the new setting of uh, Black Ops 5, apparently, spoilers, is going to be the Cold War. Time travel. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. There's no continuity. Like I said, Treyarch's one of my favorite, and uh, if they can get it done right in two years instead of three, but with the help of Sledgehammer and Raven, like you mentioned, uh Cool. It's just weird that's, breaking up that yeah, that's cycle. The only thing that I feel I like I read this cycle has been going on forever. As, yeah, as far as pushback is, you know, the the employees at Treyarch are kind of uh, anxious Talk at this crunch. point because, yeah, because they they were killing themselves to get that Black Ops Four done in three years, and now they have two years. Surprise! But hopefully, that extra manpower will make hopefully. life a little less stressful. That don't get along and play nice with each other. Yeah, right? They have to sit in different rooms with the Treyarch developers. Your job is runner. You go between and just talk. The middleman. If you two can just uh, color this screen, and uh, then you're done. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I bid you adieu. Um, All right, what's up next, Chocolate? Uh, We've got PlayStation Productions. Oh, boy. So Sony uh, introduced a new branch of sony i guess and this is gonna be a uh video studio i guess for like movies and tv because right a production studio right two of the things being rumored right now um are an uncharted film 
is apparently in advanced development, whatever that type of wording means. Um, and then they also just closed the deal to make a Twisted Metal TV series, if you remember that good old game where you drive around in cars blowing each other up. Yeah, I don't know how they can make that a TV series. Are they going to put people in these Yeah, 100%. Cars, is it going to be like that horror movie back from the 80s where all the semi-trucks took over? Oh, good. I, I hope not. What I'm thinking is like, each car is going to be unique, but it'll also have a driver that goes with it. Um, right. And then it's a story about that. Right. And that's where you get someone like, I think his name was Sweet Tooth. Was that the ice cream truck? Yeah, the ice so cream like, truck. So I want the yep, driver yep. of that to be like just a weird sadistic clown, like it style, like just yeah. to be a super weirdo. And I, I think each car has a personality and you can mirror that personality with its driver. So it could actually be right. really cool and give it an R rating, make it weird and gory and dark. And kind of a but, death race oh, type yeah, deal. Yeah, I was yeah, with Twisting Metal, is it not going to just basically be a series that is death race? Yeah, it's death sure, race. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing I be. could think of. I'm good I'm with bad. that. You're going to have elements of like death race <laughs> mixed in with uh, Mad Max and diff- different yeah. pieces like that. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever it is, I'll check it out for at least two episodes. Um, I think the, the one thing to note, though, is that a lot of these projects are going to have uh, be supported by PlayStation, obviously, and Sony. So right. that means you might have more people in the actual video game industry consulting on these things or just straight up developing them, which should make for a better product than someone who's really good at directing movies but maybe has no idea of what a video right. game is or what happens <clears throat> in them. So having Sony doing this could be could be good, but I guess... And that's, yeah, that's essentially what Sony said, you know, in their press release was saying, um, you know, we've got everything we need in-house, so why would we um, sell our license or our IP to a production company to make the movies when we're the best people exactly. to do it? So, uh, hopefully some cool stuff coming out of uh, the new PlayStation Productions studio. Um, Things yep. they did mention were God of War and Last of Us. So amazing. Or two of the, the ones that they were um, putting as far as on their banner for their production the company, thing, so I, look for those in the works in the next couple of years. Hopefully, there's a film on um, there's a film on Netflix. Just I don't know if it's on the American version. It's definitely on the, the UK version called um, "The Girl with All the Gifts." I don't think so. G I F or G I F T? G I F T gifts, as in something you okay. get something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, if it's, <laughs> I know. Uh, I see, you know, it'd be a completely different movie. Wouldn't <laughs> yeah, it? yeah, that would be yeah. awesome. Just throwing <laughs> out bloody gifts left, right, and center. <laughs> Um, and see if you like take the character development out of it and listen to what the actual storyline is it's basically about a, a post-apocalyptic world where there is spores that have been released into the environment that have turned normal human beings into these um, violent creatures that hunt people for a living and the girl that's in the film has the the blood and the basically the, the chemical composition of her body to create the cure and it's about whether or not the people who have the girl in her possession are willing to make the sacrifice to give her up to science to save the human race, which is very much the Last of Us type storyline. Um, right. So it's not obviously it's not got the same story. It's not got Joel and Ellie and things like that in it. But the actual subplot of the the program is almost identical to the Last right. of Us. Somebody was playing the game while writing the script. Exactly. 
<laughs> whether they copied it or just had you know similar thoughts inspired by exactly right <laughs> all right well let's stick with gaming and movies what's up next chocolate so knights of the old republic movie maybe it's been confirmed wow it's the, movie. the script is being written by Leda Cole. I'm not Does anybody know this? Cole yeah, there you go. She uh, is famous for uh, other titles such as Avatar and Shutter Island. So they've got some some good juice behind this one, and it kind of looks like it's going to be one of the fill-in movies because they've got stuff for till 2026, I believe, oh, for the Star Wars universe. Out ridiculous yeah. amounts, I think. So this will be one of those, you know, the big one will be either in the summertime or at Christmas. This will be an opposite year I'm, drop. I, I must admit, based on who the script is being written by, if it has the, if it looks as nice as Avatar and has the same, pl- well, not so the plot, but if it sees, has the same writing as quality Island, of writing, yeah, that's a that's box office number one taking down Avengers for quality of film. I think that's fair. I mean, if anything's going to take down Marvel, it's going to be Star Wars. So yeah, that's the only yeah. thing that's close. And that's that's uh, just going back to PlayStation real quick. That is basically their number one incentive of why they're doing this is because they want a piece of that Marvel universe. Basically, they see all Makes that sense. money being made from the last ten years of them. You know that roadmap, and they want a piece of that. The yeah, Sony pay- Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Exactly. I- I know we haven't thrown it into the, the news stories there, but like I was saying just before the podcast that went live, what's your thoughts thoughts on the, the Square Enix Avengers thing? I know we've not heard anything about that for quite a while, but as I was saying before this podcast, to do with E3, do you think that could be something that's close or something that's along the line? I assumed it was cancelled. I would say... <laughs> <laughs> I would say if they're going to show something at E3, it'll be a teaser trailer and it'll be a new console release type title. Yeah. Do you Probably. see gameplay, though? No, no, not even no, close. Doubtful. It'll all be cutscenes and it'll look so cool. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That was literally announced like four mm-hmm. or five years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, or am I, I crazy? I remember seeing that and thinking... That's what they do with games Oh my now, god, though. this is going they to be announce amazing. them and they go away for five years. And but the thing is... Like, <laughs> and come back when you think they're dead. If you think of a superhero game, with the exception of the Arkham series, there's never been a, a superhero game that's been that successful. Spider-Man, sorry, recently has been good. Yeah, Spider-Man was... was and that's been good. fantastic. But apart from that, there's not really been a successful superhero game. Right. Squ- Other than that, you can think of the... What is it? Marvel... Oh, Ultimate Alliance. Ultimate Alliance. Which was great, that but... That game, it was all right. It, yeah. I mean, visually, it was nothing special. It was a top-down type game. No. It had a, quite a good... Even wee, the gameplay wasn't great, you know? It, it had a good wee storyline behind it, but right. nothing... It wasn't setting the world on fire. Square Enix no. picking up I mean obviously as soon as you think Square Enix and story you think Final Fantasy if the people behind Final Fantasy can make an Ava- Avengers game wow right that's because they got story now. yeah that's got to as... be fantastic yeah I'll keep my fingers I... crossed but not my hopes so high I, yeah. I don't know I'm going to hope that it's not canon with the Marvel Universe so that they can doesn't, just do yeah, whatever doesn't the need hell to they be. want. The thing is, though, there's, right. there's so many different canons in the, the Marvel right. Universe. Thanks a lot, time but, travel. Yeah, there's there's no <laughs> one fixed storyline that they have to like, apply by. They can literally go wherever they want, essentially. 
Because people right. are coming from alternate dimensions all the time. So exactly. <laughs> this could easily just be an yeah, alternate what, dimension. I just watched Spider Verse. There's like seven Spider Man. Apparently, that's coming that. to Netflix as well. Yes, it's gonna be. Free. That's a great movie. Oh, I am so desperate. I'm desperate yeah, for that to come to Netflix because that looks amazing. Uh, you love it. Um, all right, what's up next, Chocolate? Uh, we've got George R. R. Martin consulted on a Japanese video game. Was that before or after he butchered season? He didn't butcher chocolate. Didn't. Do oh not boy. make me Here come down to Oakham. He sold out. Here we go. Okay. Anyway, let's go on with the new story and not rile up chaotic anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this whole thing just came about where he was asked about what he's doing, what is he working on, blah, 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 blah. He's working on books. He's consulting on movies. Uh, but one little tidbit that he threw in there is that he was recently in Japan consulting on a video game that could potentially be from from software those are the Dark Souls Dark creators, Souls creators. Yep. Um, yeah. on an RPG he obviously didn't say more about it and probably wasn't even supposed to mention that he was consulting on this game uh, but what do we think that George R. R. Martin could have potentially been doing uh, or what what type of game is he consulting on, I guess? An RPG sticks out in my head. I don't think by any yeah. means this is a Game of Thrones thing. Uh, Two little No, I'd say it's more Skyrim, yeah. uh, Dragonbound. Two little side know, points one of those type games. on that story there is, one, just for anybody who's interested, did you see the story that Winds of Winter will be released by July 2020? Didn't he say he was going to do that? Or yeah, he, he did gonna announce that. Yeah, put no, he announced, in jail or something? No, no, he announced that the, the, the latest that that book will be out is 2020 in July. That it will not go later than that. Weird, what a perfect time to put out an announcement like that. <laughs> yeah, right after yeah, his story. Yeah, they've angry with the way it is. And also, <laughs> do you think that a game designed by George R.R. George Martin to do with Japanese video games, how amazing would it be if he consulted on something like a, a, a Dynasty Warriors? Yeah, I mean, that could be pretty much anything he touches that's going to be any type of any something sort of grand not battle modern. type idea. Yeah. Right. As long as it's got the the lore and all that of you know what he does in his wheelhouse, I don't see how it could go wrong. Story will be amazing. Yeah, if he's had them put in the story, it'll be spectacular. Yep, agreed. Right, because his character development is you know second to none. Yeah, like he's got the, like the ability that he's got to like build up a full arc of where a character's right. been from and is going to is amazing. Woohoo! You do you, George. Hopefully, <laughs> do just finish. Just one finish project, the bro. book. Come on! No, he's Christ gonna sake. slowly do a little bit of everything, and you'll have all everything you want in like twenty thirty. In that blurb, he said he's working on seven projects <laughs> with HBO alone. Yeah, because that's what I was going to say. He's he as much as he's writing the next book, he's the one that's in charge of a Blood Moon, which is going to be the the prequel to Game of Thrones that's out just now he's he's the one that's actually doing the writing for it it's not David Benioff and the other right. twat yeah. who messed those up. guys are working on Star Wars now oh joys for that franchise just ruin <laughs> all my favourite things you jerks in fairness though they've everybody loved them for five years yeah but alright <laughs> moving on last two headlines oh I'll mute myself Outer Wilds released date May 30th. You guys know much about this game? I played no. it at PAX. 
Oh, nice. I hate you so much. I didn't get through the tutorial because they cut me <laughs> off and told me I was taking too long. <laughs> 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 sorry good good kid somebody else uh, yeah, needs to play I, I mean I told this story I think on the e- the, the PAX, the PAX one, episode, but it was right? like yeah. you started the demo you had two options it was like go left and you can go straight into your spaceship and take off or go right and do this tutorial I was like alright cool I'm going to get the full experience so I went right and then 20 minutes later the guy was like alright you need to hop off and I was like I just got <laughs> in my spaceship sir I'm about to take off he's like oh, we got a lot of people behind you get out of here Okay, so I'm a <laughs> I'm excited for this game just because I can finally see what happens once I get in the spaceship. Are you gonna play the tutorial and again? No, no, not a chance. <laughs> from what I got from it, it's another space exploration type game. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, and so it's along the lines of uh, what is that game? No Man's Sky. A lot more heavily story based, or at least lore based. I would okay. say. So it'll be on Game Pass day and date. So, you know, it's worth a shot to even, you know, the things I do with Game Pass is the way I do it is I go to that game and then I see who's streaming it and I'll watch it for 10 to 20 minutes and see if it's worth me downloading. It's it's really a great thing having Mixer and Game Pass all at your fingertips. I was going to say that's, you know, actually, right a, Xbox. that's actually a really good idea, mostly. Instead of obviously having to put yourself through that torture of a poor game and watching it online is not a bad idea. Hey man, you stick with me. I'll shortcut your way through <laughs> no. life. Um, and then that was for Outer Wilds. Then the other one that we got a release date for was Man of Medan. This is the game from Supermassive. They're the guys that did it until dawn. Um, and the release date for that is going to be August thirtieth with a price tag of twenty nine ninety nine, which is a fair price until dawn. I think I yeah. could have bought for twenty nine ninety nine and been like, okay, that made sense. Um, even paying sixty bucks, I still loved every second of it. But uh, twenty nine ninety nine for this. This is that story based horror game from those guys. Um, and so, just I did a, a short reading on it. It, it. Basically, you're a dive crew, and you're going to try to either bring up the whole ship or just kind of explore an old World War Two ship that was sunk, and bad stuff happens. It sure does. Yeah. When I was demoing this at PAX. Waterloo came up behind me and like pushed my <laughs> shoulders. He was standing behind the rope. I, I think I, nice. I had an accident while I was at Supermassive demo booth. Sorry, guys. I must admit, if it's anywhere close to as good as Until Dawn, this will be a fantastic game. Especially now that it's on thirty dollars. Yeah, you have a game share partner. It's fifteen. It's yeah, crazy. It's, 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 it's potentially going to be a fantastic game for the fact that it's only $30 and they've not made the same mistake as Until Dawn and they've released it on every platform right and the only real question I have is why would they not just wait a couple more months and release this at Halloween it makes so much because so their much budget sense. goes but till does it, does August it, have, <laughs> it does have a prototypical Halloween feel to it though if you're a dive crew out in the ocean yeah probably not that's, that's no, the whole thing I would say with that that's fair. Like Fine. at least it was until dawn, where they were in, like secluded in the mountains in this little lodge. They've they've got like a horror aspect. This is where you're out. See, this is more Jaws than it is Halloween. Yeah, I think that's fair. Well, I'm hoping one of you guys on the streams team picks this picks this up and streams it because I'd love that to watch it and just hit the B button when I don't, you know, gets too much for me. <laughs> I will I will happily volunteer for that miss. 
Like, Perfect. <laughs> such a tough thing to volunteer for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll play a game for you. That's fine. If it's supplied by the Cross Atlantic Gaming team, then I'm, I'm all game for it. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure games in the say? budget. Yeah, I don't know about that budget. <laughs> but I hear the, uh, the rewards program's brilliant. Anyway, moving swiftly on. <laughs> Alright, and then this last one. I'm uh, E3 is June 11th. Woo! We Cannot wait. Don't even know what to expect. Borderlands. That's true. Yep. But really, you know, PlayStation's not there. Microsoft's really not there because they're going from across the street again right yep as always they'll be in their studio to save money or in their theater um all i want is for them to come out and say yeah we are releasing a new xbox and yeah you know all those specs that you've seen online for the ps5 yeah we blow them out the water (laughs) thanks very much cool story bye drop the mic here's some games here's the game i'm hoping that Sony has just as good of a console and we can all be happy together and play games together. Don't oh. lie, Risky. Don't. And we haven't talked about it yet, but I'd like to get some sort of E3 uh, viewing party or special podcast you know, to review them. That would be so awesome. Look forward to those. Uh, I've just actually had a message from one of the members of the community. He sent me a message elsewhere saying, how much do you think we'll see of Cyberpunk? At the next right. one. That and dying. Nice to see a three or four minute long trailer with some gameplay and that stuff. That and dying light too. How much do you think we'll see of them? Dying light's been so quiet, so I'm assuming you'll get something from that. That, right. that game is honestly between that and what's the other one? Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds, no. yeah. Yeah, between that, Cyberpunk and Borderlands. Oh my god. Outer Worlds, not to be confused with Outer Wilds. I wonder how many extra downloads right. Outer Wilds yeah. gets me through. Yeah. <laughs> because of the yeah, name. Yeah, Outer Wilds, that's game the game. They're like, wait, this is out already? No, 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 it's not. Yeah, we FYI, yeah. <laughs> just on the show notes, you've got Outer Worlds, May 30th, just saying. Oh, well. <laughs> no, I definitely did not write that. Cool, well, it's definitely I wasn't there around. now in Game Pass. <laughs> just throw it. Because I read that there and went, oh my god, I didn't realise it was out so quick. Holy crap. <laughs> download, download, download. <laughs> oh boy awesome um yeah we'll definitely be doing a we'll probably do a pre-e3 show which will be predictions uh a live viewing party through either i think discord the, discord chat the, probably isn't a bad place to have it the live viewing right. party would be awesome having that as like a live show would be really cool have the voice channel live in mixer and then also just dedicate an e3 channel to mixer exactly or to eat yeah you know yeah I mean? that, definitely for sure to discord well, uh, well i was gonna say we'll, we'll be touching on that soon we really don't have a lot of time to touch on that so expect no, more details yeah, like we can about our e3 <laughs> plans uh next week so we got homework oh to yeah do. you betcha um i think that's everything for the news but new games some psas Moose, take it away. Yeah, it's a kind of a weird week for game releases. Um, some PSVR stuff and some Japanese Switch games. My two uh, favorite things. things. That I, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I brought this one up just for Risky. It's uh, Lepsis and Labyrinth. It's a dungeon crawler with totem-like elements. So basically you can stack your characters on top of each other and utilize all of their elements or attacks at the same time. 
Uh, looks pretty cool. Looks like it could possibly give you a seizure as uh, well. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, lots of lots of shiny things and flashes going on on the screen. Ooh, shiny, shiny. Um, this one is specifically just for Ryan. Cricket nineteen will be out next week. PS4 and Xbox One. So you know, I, like I know where he'll be for the next two to three oh, months. Oh no! And then uh, I don't know if you guys played you, the first you layers are one of, of the poshest people. What did you say? Kyle? He doesn't play. He I was, watches. I was saying chocolate says he doesn't like cricket. I was like, that's basically the poshest sport you can get. He should be all over that. No, that's no. a fair point. I think polo, right, with the ponies. Oh yeah, the ponies. Yeah, yes, you know, having a a stable full is uh, is quite expensive at times. Wait, well, didn't Jeeves He's got have a, a polo bad field in his backyard? Horse, Jeeves knew what he did wrong. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys played the first Layers of Fear. I did not, but the second one will be out this week. Layers of Fear 2 on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, things coming to Game Pass. I played some of it. It was in Game Pass, just... I think. Nice. Actually, yeah, it's going to leave Game Pass on the 31st, but oh. that's coming up. Spoilers. <gasps> <laughs> but uh, new in Game Pass, either this previous week since we recorded or coming up this following week. Uh, Metal Gear Survive, I believe, dropped on Tuesday last week. Um, Banner Saga, the first one, comes in this week, as well as Void Bastards on May 29th and Outer Wilds on May 30th. And then if you love you some Banner Saga, next week they'll be dropping the next one. So Banner Saga 2 will be out on June 6th. Um, Things that will be leaving Game Pass on the 31st so if you want to play any of these titles your time is running out if you want to do it for just your subscription fee uh d4 dark dreams don't die uh devil may cry the definitive definitive edition night squad jump jet rex laser league which i believe was a uh a games with gold game about a year ago uh layers of fear which the second one will drop about the time this one gets pulled uh, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse Super Mega, Bo- Mega Baseball Extra Innings, which I believe we got with Games with Gold also Super, Times Force, Super Time Force Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga, which if you haven't played any of that it's pretty fun, it's hilarious and then uh, Speak of the Devil, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, so if you guys want to see what this uh, this new movie that they're they're hinting about could potentially be about go ahead and check that game out but you've only got a limited amount of days left and that's about it that's what we got for games out this week and game pass news all right chocolate we got one more set of giveaways for our live listeners and folks in discord we do indeed we do it do the thing going i'm giving a big one away right who oh. is in two sea of thieves i am can i have me 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 we can't win, can uh, we? No. You can't win. Right, this may be US only, but we're dropping it now, and we're dropping it hot. Boom. I'm going to need to find my cousin Elkenstein to join the Discord. <laughs> nudge, nudge, <laughs> wink, wink. Grab that Sea of Thieves figurehead, and we are dropping in our Discord one month of Xbox Live. Ooh, we better get on that quick. Get on it. Quick, quick. Oh, hang on. There we go. And just because I am a horrible person, I'm not dropping it in the same channel. So, ooh, go find it. Yep, go fetch. (laughs) Ooh, that was sneaky, chocolate. It was. It was. As chaotic, copies and pastes it into his 
Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I got that one. <laughs> Done. Uh, okay, and before we move on to the mailbag, um, we did have a couple more PSAs. Uh, there's a back compat sale going on right now until May 27th, which is tomorrow. So anyone in chat right now, go check that sale out. I think there's also an ID Xbox sale maybe currently going on or I ending. So. It's, I think it's the same There's a bunch time. of stuff on sale right now. Okay. Holiday weekend. The, the only reason I wanted to... The, the, the only reason I mentioned about the back in pack sale is like some of the games that are on the back in pack sale are fantastic. One of them has to be... Just when we're talking about co-op games like The Division and things like that, one of the best back in pack games that are on just now um, is Army of Two. So I was like, that's mm-hmm. in the game as well. Oh, that game was great in the day. The second one wasn't as good, but the first one was, honestly. If it was just you and one of your mates... Army of Two is possibly one of the best games and the way that they've got like the aggro system set up so that one can take the heat while the other one's doing the objective right. and things like that. Such an underrated game and with the customization with how your character looks and things like that. Oh, if you haven't ever Wasn't played... Wasn't that the first time they had the uh, drag mechanic too? So like if your buddy was down, you could go out and drag him back behind cover. Yeah, like the cover system him. in Army of Two was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Good game. All right, and then the other thing that we missed at the top of the show was the community play that was supposed to happen this past Friday. That didn't end up happening. We had a, a, a bunch of birthdays going on. We had people going to live up in the woods and work and a whole bunch of different things going holiday on. Holiday weekend. Yeah, it's a holiday weekend in the States. And, well, and for... Well, in the UK, uh, in the UK right. as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a bank holiday, whatever that means. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, we're moving it to next weekend. I don't think we've nailed down dates yet. There'll probably be a poll that will go up in right. the Discord at some point. Uh, just check under the Community Play tab in Discord. Uh, that's where we're going to vote on what date the game should be. Unless something changes, it's going to be Battlefront 2. So if you're interested in playing some Battlefront right. 2, uh, hop into Discord. Um, we'll also, once we have the time set, we'll put something out on uh, Twitter. So LFG. Either way, and there'll be an LFG that should go live on t- Tuesday, I think, is what Sweeney yeah. said last right. time. Yeah, Sweeney usually puts them on Tuesday. So, uh, do yourself a favor and come hang out with us during the next community play. Alright, an hour and 40, just one more segment to go, and that segment is the mailbag. You've got mail. mailbag we only have a few questions which is okay because we're trying to get you guys out of here so you can continue to enjoy the rest of your day this first one comes in from ladonian is there a game that was so bad that you wish you never played it Whew. um chaotic you want to start oh. right. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just playing go ahead chaotic um uh, possibly quite a controversial one i would say not so much bad, but just how much the developers didn't pay any attention to what the community actually wanted. And I'd throw out there and say Anthem. Ooh. Wow. 
the yeah. the high-tailed out of that game and just went, you know what, this is what it is. If you're not happy with it, well, you've already given us our sixty dollars. I think they had a great base. They have a great base. They, they yeah, they do. Content. It's fantastic. But when a month, what was it, a month and a half right. after the Division Two was coming out, you put out a subpar game with no real clear idea of where you're heading with that game. Yeah. What were exactly. you expecting? There's no. Yeah, there's no in game, and they still haven't done the uh, the raids, the, the cataclysm, events or whatever. Yeah, it is. the cataclysm. Yeah, cataclysm. It's like honestly, like the best way that I could describe it is, you know, it's, it's like a weird one. They basically like said to you, you know what, we've taken your sixty dollars, have fun with what we're giving you because we really don't care what you think about it. It's, yeah, that's a rough one, and that's a rough one that is so recent that it still hurts. Uh-huh. The amount of people yeah, I was that's like, the problem. get this, and then they bought it, and then they're like, I don't get it. And you're like, okay, well. Yeah. It's like, it, without being too like niche, the people who are in our Discord will obviously know what to talk about. Like, see the emoji we have set up in Discord with the aubergine? That's basically what they've said to us. And it's like, there you go, boom. Take that, and if you're not happy with it, well, we've already got your money, so deal with it. God, that's so rough. I know, and I don't want to be as down on the game as it was, but for the fact that they had another AAA title coming out a month after they released, or a month and a half after, who had a very clear roadmap of what they wanted to do, the yeah, it was like Fallout 76. All the ideas that they had that could have been a great game, and they basically just half effort put into it. Yeah, that that's a good one. Um I have I have one. It's not going to be popular, but it's that Mutant Zero game. Oh, I could have never played that and been fine. So bad that, that you wish you never played it. Is that yeah, not good? I, was, I thought that. Was I, I think the other people enjoy it, but I just don't enjoy the the random. I'm right in front of your face, and I shot you, and it didn't kill you. It didn't do anything to you, and it alerted everybody else. Now you're dead. Start over. But is that not very much like XCOM? Where like XCOM, you've got a ninety five percent chance of hitting somebody and miss. Right. Yeah, I don't play XCOM either. Fair <laughs> yeah, if you don't like XCOM, there's no way you were going to like that game. Nope. So, it's not a bad game, you know, but for me it was. Alright, Chocolate, how about you? For me, I'm really sorry to say, Fallout 76. Ah, oh, Chocolate, why would you do that to me? <laughs> I know. Why would you go there? You made it mad. Seriously, man. <laughs> I bought the game, I played a bit of it, and for the money I spent for the time I put into it it was unfortunately the biggest waste of time now, like I'm yet uh, to go back to it well and this I is should, what I was about to say I should go back to it they have now put out a very expansive roadmap of what they plan for Appalachia and how they see the the game progressing from original to what it's now going to be so they at least unlike Anthem they have an idea of where they want to end up how they implement it is a different story but they at least have an idea of what they want to do well that's good hasn't that game been a, a vast improvement since release exactly that's what I mean they have an idea of what they want to do they've improved the game mechanics they've improved the matchmaking they've improved like it's not so much raids but the you know how you got those the encounters with other yeah they've improved yeah. all of that they've improved how the base dynamic works and things like that they've added storyline missions and there's still no NPCs but they've done a lot more to add to the base element of the game Sounds like it's time for me to pick it up in the summer sale for ten bucks. Oh, you'll probably pick it up for less. I would imagine. Exactly. It's, 
it's I would, next I, to nothing, I believe. I would be I would be surprised that when the summer sale comes out for Xbox, um, wherever that's due to hit, if they don't do like a Fallout 4 bundle that includes Fallout 76. Yeah, throw it on top. Yeah, something along those lines. All right, uh, and for me, I too the kind of stick out, and I, I don't even know why, but Agents of Mayhem, I don't know if you guys played that, it's a tricky one because did you really have that high expectations? Of I it guess going in? not. But I so that's that a Cliffy the tricky B one. game, wasn't it? Oh wasn't my god, that's cl- not Cliffy that B Cliffy games. B game. But oh, okay. that game was also <laughs> that game could have been good. It was just, it was weird because it came out in that like hero shooter genre right. where Overwatch was and Paladins and just that. But didn't focus on like verticality as opposed to there was so much of anything it, yeah. else. Oh, very yeah. gravity based. Um, no, Agents of Mayhem was the weird spin-off that the Saints Row people made. So it's okay. like everything was still purple. Um, and it, yeah. I, I just remember every game mechanic and I just everything I was doing, the story wasn't anything, the gameplay wasn't that fun. It's just I don't know. It just it wasn't good. So that one for me. Uh and then Homefront the Revolution was kind of a letdown for me because th- the idea of Homefront Revolution, I think, is awesome. Right. And would you get that What's excited? It's an invasion in California, right? Uh, yeah, that, I think that is where that one took place. Um, yeah. I just see the Golden Gate Bridge for some reason. I remember I did the beta, and then I think it was uh, they did an open beta and a beta. And even when the game went down to like $15, I still couldn't pull the trigger because of how bad of an experience I'd had leading up oh, to that bad. game. So. That wasn't great. Let's talk about happy stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of happy stuff, throwing in a little side question in the mailbag because I only just read it just now, though. Um, apparently, the developers behind Dead Island 2 have said the game is very much still alive and it will be something that they're looking to release. How much does that pique your curiosity? For what game? I totally just missed that, sorry. Dead Island 2. I don't know if you did you ever see the trailer for the other one too where it was the, it was on the, the sports b- beaches right or no uh, yeah it was the sports fanatic going out a jog while all this pandemonium that was happening around them with his headphones on yeah and like the beaches of Santa Monica or something in LA yeah yeah okay I so they've that. said I think it's THQ Nordic have said that the game is still very much like it's still very much a project that they're working on whether or not it actually comes on to it, it's a bit strange but how much if that was still something that was looking at does the Dead Island games or the Dead Rising games for example pique your curiosity I, I mean I'm fine I, I'm more person that does not get sick of jo- or zombies or that genre at all so I, I'd definitely be down for something like that I think it'll be good as long as they have good mechanics to it and a nice which it seemed like they did good humour to it I'd be up oh for yeah, it. the Dead Rising games and things like that. I've always had good like comedy aspects to it, but it's just right. It was the whole. That's what pushed the game was the comedy, right? The first one, like the first one that annoyed me, is see the whole like time. Like you have to have an injection of that anti-zombie, oh, yeah, zombie, whatever it is, within a X amount of time. That annoyed me, but the actual humor and the storyline behind like the Dead Rising games was fantastic. Yeah, I think Dead Rising. Ryan and Chat's got a pretty good one too. Talking about the the Walking Dead game that was never to be, only came on out on uh, PC. Oh boy! And that, they just basically abandoned that project. Was that the Overkill one? 
What was yeah. that the other one? Overkill's The Walking Dead. Exactly. Yeah, when you put out yeah. these stupid CG trailers that hype right. you up so much, and then the actual final product comes out, and it just doesn't touch, like, it doesn't even come close to the thing you built up in your head. I don't know if that's our fault or theirs. Uh, definitely more theirs. Yeah, it's got to be false advertising, but, right? Wow. That's, a, that's definitely a good one. Uh, speaking of zombies, did... Any of you play Umbrella Corpse, that weird Resident Evil like multiplayer game that came out a f- couple years ago? No, no, I didn't realize there was a, a multiplayer one. Uh, Although, speaking on Umbrella Corp, did you see the... I can't remember what it was. Um, I'll speak amongst yourselves while I Google it. There was actually, an, actually a pharmaceutical company that launched um, a product, but their symbol for the company was not the same colour as the Umbrella Corporation, but the same design where it had three spokes of it was one colour and the rest of it was white. It looked exactly like the Umbrella Corporation. No, nope, <laughs> Never buy anything like, there. I'm no. guessing you haven't played much gaming because if you picked that symbol knowing full well about the Umbrella Corporation, you're in for a bad day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They don't have an underground lab, right? Eh, well, it was in Japan, so quite possibly. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. All right, uh, this next one comes in from Free Radical. Uh, a couple questions that center around why I play XYZ game. What makes you want to play a first-person shooter? What kind of level design and AI challenge do you need to make your experience enjoyable? Um, anyone want to start? I must sure. admit, I hate first-person shooters. Okay. Um, like the, re- the whole reason I haven't got on to Blackout is because it's solely first-person. Had you got an option to have that in third person, I think it would have been by far and away the best battle royale. But because it's only in first person, it's ruined the experience for me. That that's fair. Uh, is that so? That that's kind of across the board for you. So like, are you nervous about cyberpunk then? <laughs> See, is the thing is though, is that going to be an out and out first person shooter? Except for when you're or in a car, it, I, think I think it looks like it's just going to be yeah. an element, right? But is it going to be more like story based than it is? I mean, even if it's more story based, I'm assuming when you're having these conversations with people, you're still in first person talking to them because right. it's not going to take you out of game to have these conversations. Granted. So, Just I don't know. Harping, harping back to the previous subject, the company is called um, Medcare from Vietnam. Google it and just see what their symbol is, and then, yeah. Have fun with that. <laughs> Great. Anyway, so back to the first person shooter. Um, I think the thing is that whole game. I can play games in first person shooter, but as long as the core aspect of the game isn't just first person shooter aspect, the cyberpunk's still going to be an RPG with first person shooter elements. Yeah, I guess I was talk. I was speaking more to the just the camera perspective. Of it, oh, right. of it just well, yeah. being first person in general. I didn't know if it was if first person is just something you don't enjoy in general, or is it just the first person shooters like the shooting part is the part you Probably, don't like while you're in first yeah, person. Yeah, the shooting part because like, see this whole like idea of like quick scope and no scope and things like that that people can do in first person shooters. It ruins a game for me. I don't think something like a cyberpunk, as much <clears> as it's <throat> going to be first person, it's not going to be that type of first person shooter. Yeah, I agree. So that that so is I what I mean. So not so much like just the camera angle of only getting to see the gun. I don't I don't mind games like that, but the the first person shooter mechanic is what I, what I don't like. Okay, so I'm definitely an FPS guy. Um, I think I've purchased just about every first person shooter that's come out in the last ten years, 
And the ones that I keep coming back to are the ones that have modern gunplay, modern weapons, um, and some sort of system within the game that you can rank up and unlock things. So, i.e. Black Ops and Titanfall. That's what I look for in first-person shooters. Okay. So, just to clarify, uh, he's wondering what makes you want to or what makes you that type of player i guess like why oh i why see do you prefer uh, to I play see. in first I, I, person I guess I misconstrued rather it. than third person yeah yeah i think that's what i've had i got gotcha. you yeah. so i mean and for me go, not doing third person in shooters and stuff i hate when people like just sit at a corner and they just third person you like they pretty much just wait and wait and wait until you're coming up on them uh, and then pop out and kill you, and they've seen you the whole entire time. You don't get to see them until you have that last couple, half a second or two to try to gun them down, but they can literally watch you come all the way towards them, then you can pop out around the corner. Uh, boom. That's always put me off from competitive games, at least like that, uh, unless there's a way with something like a sensor dart or radar or some way that i can maybe coax you out of a spot which i guess you could do with grenades or something like that but then you're just kind of wasting grenades whipping them at the back of buildings because you think somebody might be just sitting around that corner waiting for you so as far as your position yeah exactly so competitive games i i definitely go first person and i think it's because i don't like that weird cheap aspect no offense to PUBG players but that kind of stuff always bugged me about the game where it's Mm -hmm. people could just be camp Fortnite, corners and thing. i would never ever see them they could watch me the whole entire way that's what puts me off from it uh how about you chocolate me i i prefer i think i prefer third person but it all depends what the game is and how it plays so as you were saying with the competitive kind of multiplayer aspect of it that bit where they can peek around the corner without actually peeking and just spinning the camera around that drives that infuriates me. However, I'd be the type of person to probably try and exploit that as well. So, <laughs> right. But I, I, I do think I, I, I do like the way games have over the shoulder. I do like to see what my character's wearing. I, yeah, even I though think you can RP- only get what you know the backside of them as such. Yeah, and I think RPGs are games like that. I like seeing like The Witcher. I wouldn't want to play in first person or like Grand right. Theft Auto at. They, people were so excited for this first person mode and nothing about that sounded good to me at yeah, all. No. I hate driving cars in first person. Oh, that too. That's the oh, that drives me oh, up the wall. But there's some people that can only do it that way. They live yeah. by I that. Some, yeah. some people who play like the Formula One games can only play the game if they can see like the front spoiler of the car. Right. And that's how they have to play the game. No way could I play it like that. I need no. to play it from like behind the yeah, whole car as so far back as you'll going. let me get is where exactly yeah, yeah, you can't judge the same. distance though can you either side like just, well I can't but apparently that's how you're meant to play those games but yeah, I just, just know, like you no drive way. a car yeah there's no way could I play the game like that I could drive yeah. it in real life but right. not, not playing a game I guess if you have one of those sim setups it'd be quite a bit easier too yeah with the wheel and the, right. the pedals and things like that so. yep alright um Oh, and then the question about AI, I would just say quickly, how do you how do you like your games? Do you like them on the default setting where the AI kind of challenges you? Do you like them super hard? Or do you like story mode where they're not even a part of the, problem, part of the game? 
the first time I ran through Witcher, I played it on like I think there was the the very basic level, which was solely like just story, and most characters were like one hit kill, and that was you on to the next sort of area. I think I played at the level above it where it was just like the the sort of median type level where it was wasn't too easy, wasn't too hard, but you just right. sort of ploughed through it. After I've played the game once, so that's what like what I was saying before the podcast about jumping back in a new game plus on God of War. Mm-hmm. Once I've completed the game and got the full experience of the story, that's where I then like to crank up the difficulty and see how well I can play the game. So like on the on Witcher, for example, I've played it with um, Blood. I can't remember what it's called, Blood and something, um, and it's the hardest difficulty where it's basically if somebody hits you, that's you gone. It's almost death. It's like uh, Dark it's Souls like, at that point. Yeah, almost Dark Souls type idea. You need to learn to like parry, roll out the way, use your um, potions and your Witcher abilities to survive just a general account. And normally a, a boss fight or a, a creature fight, just general soldiers. So after playing through it once to experience the, the, the full extent of the storyline, that's when cranking it up becomes more appealing to me. Okay. I kind of go default mode on most games because I try to maximize my gaming time and I can't be asked to uh, bang my head against something that's too hard for me to beat unless I, you know. That's why I had such a hard time with the messenger because some of those boss fights and some of those platforming levels, you are not going to get through on your first five attempts, let alone, you know, the first attempt. So you've got to bring your patience and uh, be on your A game. But like I said, I like to play everything on default mode, just kind of get the experience of the game, what the developers, you know, that's also um, the, the default mode is kind of where they want you to be. It's where the, the, the game was designed for you to play at. So that's kind of where I play it. And I'd love to play games more than once, but I've got such a huge backlog and a small amount of time to play that at this point in, in my life, that's not a thing that I can do. So <laughs> I just play everything on not easy, but, you know, whatever it is, medium, like you said and one-time playthrough for the most part, other than the only game that I think in the last 10 years I played through the campaign more than once was Titanfall 2, and that's A, because the campaign is so awesome, and B, because it's about eight hours long. Well worth the second playthrough, third, Absolutely. fourth. Absolutely, third, fourth, yeah. Yeah, um, Chocolate, how about you? Yeah, I'm kind of like in Moose, the amount of time I've got to gain, I've got to maximize as much as I can I can get, so it's, it's normal, I I hardly ever drop down too easy. I love how we've went from min maxing and division to talking about min maxing gaming time. Just everything. Yeah, that's my life, basically. <laughs> You've just applied min max across your full gaming scenario. I apply it to every part of my life that I can. You need to, yeah. <laughs> the way to do it is the way to move forward. Um, um, yeah. For me, it's, it's generally, yeah, middle of the road. The only game I can think of was Wildlands is the only game I'm playing on like the hardest difficulty and I think that's mostly just because I if I shoot at someone I want them to die (laughs) if I shoot you in the head (laughs) you need to drop but also if you shoot me in the head I want to die just just in that game for some reason on Wildlands Risky are you playing it on ghost mode or just the hardest difficulty uh just the hardest difficulty because ghost mode wasn't around when the game one life basically ghost, right. mode, ghost mode is basically you could be up till the point of El Sueño and die and you're right back at the start of the game oh so they just turned it into a roguelike yeah yep. honestly <laughs> wow and so, that's like 50 or 60 and, hours of gameplay isn't it yeah exactly I would be and furious fairness, 
they've got a not bad system because like say you get downed if your partner revives you you're all good right um, depending on who's hosting the game so say I was hosting the game Moose and you jumped in mm. if you went down you could still jump back into the game exactly where I was oh just quit but out you'd be, but you'd be level 1 oh I see so you would still have the progress but you wouldn't have the character right. progress if yeah, that you makes don't have sense. any of your skill points or anything like that exactly whereas if I went down while you were jumping into my game we would both be back at the very start. Right, because you're basically just assisting the person at that point. Exactly. I gotcha. It, it, it makes it a much more tactical game. So, like, when we, um, me and one of the community members, um, Gilgamesh, was jumping into it, he was very much a case of, he was a spotter. So he was mild, like he was nowhere near the action zone. He was literally throwing up his drone, looking exactly where everybody was, getting positions for them, and then, like, hiding. Mm-hmm. Whereas then I would be the sniper or the aggressor, so I would try and take out as many bodies as I can and then try and move into the base so that if I died, it wouldn't really matter. I would just lose my progress, but right. he still had the game file running progressively. So you were what they called uh, dispensable. Yes, I was <laughs> a, an expendable asset. There yes. you go. <laughs> so that was it. But the ghost mode in Wildlands is fantastic. It really is a good a good feature of the game. And then they also have a mode that's kind of like Siege, right? Uh, it's a yeah. PvP. Ghost War? Oh, yeah. yeah, I've yeah. Not pl- yeah, Ghost War. Yeah, I've not played much of the Ghost oh, War it's mode. So good. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. It, it See, reminds big... me, when I first started playing it, it reminded me of like the last battle in PUBG. Like if you're up against one last right. team and you're that, yeah. you're the other last team. Like that's how yeah. tactical and intense some of those games could get. And Might have nice. To throw that on the uh, community play vote list. When yeah. So I, how many people can jump in it? That'd be really eight, interesting. Eight or sixteen, something like that. I don't know. If it was sixteen, that'd be fantastic. It's, but I want to say it's four v four, right? I don't remember. It's either four v four or five. I think it's four v four. But yeah. it's really funny that we brought this up because Dan Pod messaged me today saying that he's been playing that recently and he's shouted out that that would be a great community play game. But Good shout, Dan Pod. Great minds, no Dan. Idea. Great minds. <laughs> we have no idea if there's custom matches. Right. But if there is, if you can get eight people to do that, yeah, that would be a ton of fun. Yeah, if So, Sweeney, if you're listening to this right now, get on to this for not this, pod, not this community play, which is Battlefront, but next one, put it in the options, because that would be fantastic. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I can get enough people to uh, sway that vote, I'm sure. So. <laughs> yeah. I think like Moose was up for playing FIFA. I yeah. think the American population have just literally put what's a, what's a FIFA, FIFA down. No, I played, exactly. I played <laughs> FIFA all the way to like seventeen or eighteen. And exactly. See, I Moose, your your game for it for a bit of pro clubs, but yeah. But I, you know, I I play rudimentary strategies, basically through ball and let your fastest guy go get it. Exactly. That's how it should be played. <laughs> Oh, you don't so. just cross it from the outside of it? That's all I do. I do no, that too, but it's easier thing. just to get it to your striker and let him run away from everybody else. Play it to, you, play it to your attacking midfielder, wait till you see the striker run yep. behind the defenders, and chip it over the break, top. Hit the boom. Y button, that's a goal. Moose, you are a genius. Oh my god. Maybe I should play Sweeney. No oh, boy. I think, I, think, I think you would take him. I think that we are looking at Moose as the new FIFA king. Uh oh! Watch out now, Moose. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. 
What is your favorite meal of the day? This one comes in from Arrow Ben. Chocolate, how about you? What's your favorite Breakfast. meal of the day? Breakfast? Breakfast. Oh, all day long. Chaotic? Are you talking English breakfast, though? Because that... No. Yeah. Yeah, what Ooh. we're talking about here. Yeah, proper English breakfast, guys. They have, like, Come blood, sausage, blood sausage and blood pudding. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. And baked see when you beans? See Why do you have baked beans for breakfast? Beans on toast. See, when you, you say blood your... sausage, what are you meaning by this whole blood sausage? Are you meaning black pudding? Black pudding. Oh, yes, black that's pudding, the same that's thing. It it's it's okay. coagulated blood. It's Blah. disgusting. Call it what it is. It's not this bloody aluminum shit that you Americans have. It's aluminum. I thought it was aluminium. That's how it's meant to be pronounced. How <laughs> You're everybody adding in the extra world, letters to the word. That small part of the world pronounces it. <laughs> black pudding. Um, I would say brunch. Yeah. See, I, I like I, a good brunch. I'm with you guys on breakfast, but I rarely eat breakfast, so I usually well, end I'm up the same. It for so lunch see this, or like, dinner. Yeah, I'm with you. 11 o'clock, yeah. 12, 1 o'clock time, so it's not quite lunch, but it's kind of breakfast. Hey, if you're making bacon and eggs, I'll eat it at any time of the day. This is true. Although, you know, the really weird thing is, and this is going to sound really sad, it was like an after-dinner thing. I, know, I knew somebody who, it could very well have been to do with their pregnancy, they got a bag of ice, and they used to just, like, eat in... Like ice, ice cubes. Oh, I yeah. love eating ice. Oh, and I snow. thought that was really weird. Like they just eating bags, like like bags of ice, and they were just sitting eating it. I've heard people that chew on ice are psychos. So careful. Well, chocolate. this is very true. Don't get me wrong. See when you get crushed ice, like um, you won't right. have it over there. But there's there's a company over here called Nando's, and Cheeky they basically Nando's. have. Yeah, ex- <laughs> Moose, you are on the ball tonight. Without your FIFA, you are sorted. I might as um, well just be an honorary UK member, right? Exactly. You you are well in line to win that t-shirt. Um, <laughs> they, they served crushed ice, and honestly, once you finish your drinking, you've still got about like four inches of crushed ice sitting at the bottom of your glass. It's fantastic. And chocolate, like a six-year-old, says, I like eating snow. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not yellow, we all good. Yellow and brown snow don't go. So No, no. The only thing that I would say is that can't you have breakfast at dinner? Doesn't that make dinner yeah, the best? Well, no, in fairness, you're yeah. Breakfast. Because what's quite popular, I don't know how it is in the posh neck of the woods that chocolate stays in. <laughs> um, something that's quite popular in Scotland for dinner time is um, a very, very Canadian type of American dish, which is French toast, bacon, and maple syrup. Yeah, it's just like a normal breakfast. Yep. Which is a normal breakfast, but quite a lot of people in the UK have it for dinner as well. Yeah, they're smart well, people. Certainly in Scotland, but that could just be because we're quite fat in Scotland. <laughs> quite, quite a bit of obesity problems in the UK. Yeah, don't I thought that was just because of the weather. It's always cloudy and rainy. Who wants to go outside? Exactly. We've pretty much got the idea of if we're indoors, why do we not just eat? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, that makes more sounds sense. like you guys would fit in in America. Perfect. We'll drink. We'll drink iron brew. We'll drink any sort of alcohol we can get our hands on, and we'll eat really fatty things like deep fried Mars bars. Isn't it have to be fried to be from Scotland? Isn't that like a requirement? Not always, but the vast majority of things. <laughs> awesome. And dinner's the best because if you are gonna line up all of the dinner foods and then line them up next to the few good breakfast foods, like exactly. What? Well, yeah, I might give you that. Pizza, tacos, Chinese food, Indian food. You're not eating that kind of stuff for breakfast. So dinner yeah. and dinner and lunch are interchangeable well, to me. I, I don't eat anything. What do Chinese people eat for breakfast? 
uh, cereal, Frosted Flakes. Oh, is that, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I must Rice admit, though, the, the best meal of all time is when we... You still have it in America, Domino's. When you order um, Domino's on is garbage. Tuesday... <laughs> See, we don't have like we don't in America. We don't have like well, we have Papa John's, but they're very limited throughout the. <laughs> so what's a piece? What's a piece of place in America then? A big like, chain. Yeah, no, those three chains are not very good. But I go with Papa John's out of the three of them out of pizza. At Domino's well, that's and... the thing. If you wanted me to give you good pizza, it wouldn't be a place that you've heard of because uh, it's a most chains exactly. Is not so for the big chain, we have Pizza Hut, Papa John's, and Domino's. Right, right? pizza. The so worst, the, so, so yeah. what what Domino's do is they have a thing in the UK called Two for Tuesday. So it's oh. basically buy one get one free. Love mm-hmm. it. Right. So the best thing that you can do is you buy two for Tuesday and you get your dinner for the Tuesday night and then you wake up on the Wednesday morning and you have a full pizza for breakfast. Uh, You may have done that once or twice. They got the uh, $5 menu here and you just have to order two items or more and everything's five bucks. Medium pizza, some sort of toasted sub, some pasta dish. I don't know. They got all sorts of crap. Speaking of that, Risky, I need to chin you for good places to go for food in New York. I'll get you a list. Good man. We'll get this good together. Uh, speaking of pizza, this one comes in from Ladonian. You're getting your favorite pizza from your favorite pizza place. Where is it from and what's on it? Please, nobody say pineapple. Please, nobody say pineapple. <laughs> oh, man, I love a good Hawaiian pizza. but uh, I'll eat pineapple. I'll eat Risky. some pineapple. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh man, what is up we used to? Why it's would good. you put a fruit on a pizza? Have you ever had uh, like fire roasted pineapple? I don't like care what Brazilian type of pineapple. <laughs> oh, I don't care dude, what type of pineapple it is. It turns it into candy. The only benefit. No, I better not say that on the podcast. <laughs> um, pineapple on a pizza should not go. The yeah, only thing that pineapple so. should go on is we have. I don't know if you have it in America. It's called a gammon steak, right? That's the only thing a pineapple should go on. Everything else a pineapple should yeah. have is a dessert. Yeah, basically a ham. Oh, yeah, okay. basically like a slice of ham. That's the only thing a pineapple should go on. The rest of the time it should be a dessert. But what if you have ham with your pineapple on the pizza? It doesn't matter. That's what a Hawaiian is. We know this, but still it's Got him. not. No. Um, I don't know. I'm going to vote for yes. All right, chaotic. Moose what? risky. I really like juice too up until <laughs> I'm going to guide you to the best New York City Hawaiian pizza joints. You're going to love it. Oh. Yes. Um, all right, Chaotic, what is? what are the toppings on your favorite pizza then? I am very much a meaty type person, so I like chicken, pepperoni, chorizo. Meat lovers? Uh, is that a thing ooh. over there? Yeah, like spicy sausage. Anything that's like meaty based on Whatever top of you the got pizza. In the meat with bin. Some, exactly. Which, in any type of sort of crust variation so pizza hut do like their cheesy bites dominoes do their hot dog and cheese oh, type. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting anything that's got like some sort of variety of crust and the base or sorry the sauce that goes on the base has to be barbecue not tomato what you're not even eating you pizza st- yeah you're definitely i mean i've had a good barbecue chicken pizza but that's not pizza. You don't just like swat. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. It's like I ate a and cheeseburger also, pizza once, and that didn't really remind me of pizza. It tasted I'll, like a cheeseburger. Well, funnily enough, Ryan's actually just put up a mixer saying worst pizza crust ever is a hamburger Because it's not a real thing. I agree. Yeah, I've never no. even heard of that before. Um, we have a supermarket. It's actually related to Walmart in America. It's called Asda. Um, 
They've actually just started to introduce uh, recently that the topping on the, the pizza for the cheese is halloumi. What? It's uh, Halloumi is a very salty type uh, Greek or Cypriot cheese. It is amazing. Huh. All right. Guess I don't really have a way to taste that, so I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> Yeah. Have you not got halloumi in America? <laughs> I don't know. I'll look for it Holy, in the store next time so. I go. It would be so pronounced something all, different. Yeah, yeah we call it all cheese. This, <laughs> yeah, you have got all this unhealthy stuff in America, but you don't have a salty cheese. Oh, we got all sorts of salty stuff. And we put well, salt on top of that. <laughs> all right, Chocolate, what's your favorite pizza type? Pizza uh, toppings. I'm boring. Pepperoni. And it's from Domino's. I'm oh, sorry. Man. Oh, the worst pepperoni is that? The worst pepper, the worst yeah. topping on a pizza. You guys just don't like food. Wait, wait, rescue! Why the heat on the pepperoni? Uh, give me a the small spicy cupped pepperoni. I think is fine. Otherwise, normal pepperoni makes a pizza so greasy, oily. Yeah, the greasy. Yeah, it just it ruins though. I don't want to feel like I have to squeeze out, like wring out my pizza yeah. before I eat it. And pepperoni just very few times have I run into. A pizza place that can put pepperoni on there and not make it a greasy mess. Yeah, and fairness, chorizo does the same sort of idea. It makes it very golden oily. Where like you pick the pizza up, there's actually oil running off the yeah, sides. I'm not, oh, I'm not, not the nicest. So good. <laughs> All right, Mister New Yorker, how about you? Um, I mean, Supreme pizzas are an easy go-to for me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got a little bit of everything. That's famous good seven toppings, basically. You got your sausage, yeah, but- mushrooms. For un, for us uneducated peasants in the UK, what's a supreme pizza? Um, so you're gonna get like your pepperoni, your sausage, peppers, onions, olive. Um, that actually sounds amazing. Sometimes ham. Sometimes ham. Yeah, it, it's but no pineapple. It's just a, no pineapple. No. <laughs> it's just a little I'm bit of then. a little bit of everything, and I think it all right. goes real well. And then if yeah. I have to do like a like a, a different type, like a chicken pizza, chicken isn't something we normally get here on pizza unless you're doing like a buffalo chicken pizza which is just like a hot variant or the barbecue, or barbecue. chicken yeah. or chicken bacon ranch those are all good but if i had to eat pizza every day it would be a supreme pizza for sure from a local shop uh yeah we have a place called twin trees and then a place called nick's around here that i like them both a whole bunch okay because in america is your papa john's not done by peyton manning no it yeah, is he still owns a bunch is he still doing that yeah. one? Because what's the one that LeBron does? Uh, f- f- Blaze? Flame? Blaze, oh, yeah, something they just went that, out of yeah. business near me. They're not oh, doing they? so hot. Moose, that's <laughs> funny because there's the nice. one that just got put up here. <laughs> so, Do you guys have Mod? Uh, mod Pizza, no, we don't. Dude, Mod's great. That's what my that's what I'm going with. I'm going with uh, Mod Pizza. I'm going to wait the extra five minutes for the deep dish. It's not even deep dish. It's just a thicker crust. And then um, I'm going with white sauce base. And then I'm going with uh, mozzarella cheese, um, some sausage, some ham, mushrooms, red onion, uh, maybe a little green pepper. And then uh, after it comes out of the fire brick oven, I'm going to do dollops of red sauce on top of that. Oh, dude, it's so good. That was a lot, but I'm sure that tastes delicious. Yeah. So you mix the red sauce and the white sauce on a pizza. It's I don't know why they don't do that for all pizzas. I'm also thin crust all the way. So you said thick crust kind of threw me off, but well, no, it's it's not like a. It's weird because like it's still like a New York thin type in the pizza. It's just on the outside. It gets those big giant bubbles for your crust. Okay, yeah. Oh, it's it's so good. 
sounds. Ryan's just put a very good point up. I don't know if you just get them in America. It's called um, calzone. Yeah, we have calzone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically a pizza folded over and baked I together. I love calzones because of ricotta cheese. I love ricotta cheese. And the mm-hmm. off the off instance where I get pizza with ricotta cheese, I love it so much. I could probably, I might be able to replace mozzarella with ricotta on a pizza most Rishi, of the time. do you time. guys have uh, Old Chicago up there? Nope. Oh, man, they've got some awesome, I was going to say that either that place for pizza or uh, mod, but Old Chicago's got great pizza and great calzones. So if you've got one near you, go check it out. Deal. All right, hey, that was a long one. Good. Yeah. Did we make it? Good, good talk. Yeah, uh, we do have to, out of our, man, half of these were food questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so um, hungry right now. It's dinner time. Yeah, I'm starving, and <laughs> I have to do something else. Um, so we have to pick a winner. Who gave us the best question, the best uh, topic for conversation? What are you guys Let's feeling? Let's see. I'm looking through them real quick again. Being the closet f- fatty that I oh am, I'm, I'm quite, I'm, I consider myself quite slim, but I eat wherever there's food available. I have to say it goes to the pizza one. Yeah, pizza's good talk. I love so, pizza. Yeah, I have to say that anything that involves pizza just is a hands down winner. I'll go with the majority there. I can't fight pizza. Chocolate, can you fight pizza? I ordered no pizza and I may have ate some pizza. Oh, you had pizza before yeah, the been, cast. He's been eating it during <laughs> When you keep seeing him go on mute, there's no children running around or anything. No. He's just shoving no. pizza into his mouth. There's a whole slice <laughs> in my mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, see, every time that he's went quiet, instead of it being baby one, or it's just been pepperoni pizza. Um, <laughs> Ladonian. Yeah, go you, Ladonian. Ladonian, congrats. We'll, uh, well, actually, no, you reach out to me and, and I will get you your month of Game Pass. I must admit, I like this new Wii feature of the countdown. The Wii feature of the what? Yeah, I don't understand The Wii that. feature of the countdown. Sorry, I, I I managed to get two hours and 21 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we just lost you in the last the 30 seconds. <laughs> God damn it, Mitchell. Um, the whole fact of if you don't contact us before X amount of time, you lose out on your price. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's saving us so much money, I, you have no idea. Exactly. Have we I used like the code yet? I don't think we've given anyone <laughs> in the community anything yet. It's great. I think I chinned you the other month, Frisky, when I won the question. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't take any money off me. I've messaged you saying give me my Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> and you got it. All right. Uh, so congrats, Ladonian. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Uh, all right. We did it. We did everything. We can get out of here. Sorry about the long show, folks, so I'll make these plugs brief for you. You can just head on over to CrossAtlanticGaming.com. That is going to have links to literally everything. <laughs> the most important link being to Discord. Become a part of the community. Come hang out with us. Chat with us every single day. Um, and then I do have to shout out our top patrons, Chin Doctor and the guest host that you've been hearing this whole podcast mr chaotic thanks a lot for your support we appreciate it thanks guys thanks chaotic honestly it's as much as as much as i might sound like a brown nose just now i can't think of a better way to support the community and all that it's done for bringing people together for things like cfes division x y and z um as much as it's it's a great time to be on as a guest host you the work that you do to set up community plays and games to get people involved in that might not have 
a group of people that they can jump in to experience the full benefit of games like this it's more than more than happy to give you whatever I can to support you in the long term making my heart melt I got warm fuzzy he's like the ideal community member so if you got friends like chaotic you know let them know that we want them in our discord Uh, if you if you want to be a top tier contributor like chin doctor and chaotic you can head on over to patreon.com slash cag podcast our next game drawing is a couple weeks away so you have some time um yeah, that's about it. If you want to get a hold of me, I'm at Risky the Kid everywhere. Chocolate. Chocolate bear everywhere. Moose for the first time. Yeah, I can oh, say that I am Moosenstein8314 on all platforms. Yes. Woo-hoo! You did it. And very special guest host, <laughs> Chaotic. I am cha- Chaotic UI everywhere that matters. All right, Chaotic. Again, thanks for being on the show and doing all you do for the community. We love having you on. Absolute pleasure to be on, gents. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And thank you to everyone that tuned into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming, live and after the fact. We'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. See ya. Later, guys. See you, folks. summer jokes for you guys oh boy oh nice <laughs> what did the pig say to the say at the beach on a hot summer's day i don't know miss what did the pig say at the summer's day <laughs> he said i'm baking oh, <laughs> <laughs> i thought mines were bad oh my god <laughs> here's another one what do you call a french guy in sandals oh, oh i know this one philippe ah, philop uh, <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> international yeah, humor for you. I like that. Risky, a lot. appreciate that. Um, that great. What do you get if you cross a uh, oh, crap? I've got. What if you get if you cross a great white shark and a snowman? I don't know. Oh god! Frostbite. Oh, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, these are pretty good. I have a five-year-old. I'm allowed these things for right. chocolate. Go on then. I'll rock you with this one. What did the pirate say on his 80th? birthday no idea oh something about pieces of eight to me i matey i don't even want to say mine because you guys are knocking it out of the park today but come on rescue what's the nevada city where all the dentists visit no idea go on floss vegas oh that's oh, terrible God. put that back in your bad joke books Done. Oh, that's so bad. H T H two F three.
R nine four two two C V J X X G three three X H Y K seven Z and I'm gonna drop one more because I'm that kind of guy. And we are dropping this one, right? Nine Y W K two four G F H two R F T G Q H J H D Q two three M four Z. Those are your codes for the audio people only. Take care, bye.